break the. Oh, hey! There we go. Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Welcome to the Road to Damnation Podcast. Well, I guess that's the uh, intro. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to uh, Road to Damnation, Tim. Yeah, that was awesome. It's like a, uh, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> swelling music. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we don't know what's happening either. Yeah, it's, every, it's, every intro is the same way. It's pretty ghetto. I have a cell phone plugged into the microphone jack on like a 10-year-old laptop for that. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's podcasting, man. Fucking yeah, bro. Digging shit out and using it that you can find. That's that's how we started with just like just some crazy shit that I dug out of a cupboard basically like oh i wonder if we plug all this together let's see what happens <laughs> fuck yeah <clears throat> so for those listeners who haven't listened to i have horace podcast this is tim from i have horace podcast hey how's it going how many people are on this cast right now because i can't this like in the chat there's like 20 people <laughs> maybe not 20 maybe eight. All right. so let me uh, all right so um for anyone that's listening the road to them we actually have a special <laughs> guest today tim from i have horace on the show, we have Chris, Psycho Chris. Yes. Hey. We have RC, which is somewhere around here. Mongo. What's up? What's up? Yeah, it's Mongo now. Oh, yeah, Mongo. Yeah, we changed your name. Mongo. Yeah, fucking Mongo. Fucking Mongo. Um, then we also have uh, Shane. What's happening, everybody? And myself, the Brit fucking on the show. Fucking me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay. Now I know because I've listened to your show a bunch of times, and I'm never sure how many people are on. Because there's like we- suddenly, like, some sometimes someone will just only talk like once every forty minutes, and I'm like, Whoa, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> good, man. It's good. It's mysterious. I like it. Yeah, and we also on the like because that Joyzy accent. New Joyzy. Fuck you. I'm not from Dirty Jersey. Uh, yeah, you're you're a fucking thing. Philly trader. Yeah, I could never figure out if it was like an East Coast. American podcast or a English podcast with Americans on it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, unfortunately, this Brit is uh, stuck on the East Coast in Dirty Jersey uh, for the time being. (laughs) Okay, all right. Shut up, you love it. I'm sure you've introduced yourself at some point, right? Or has it just always been mysterious? Am I I breaking the third wall by like... Oh my (laughs) god. I feel like we never actually ex- we don't explain much on this show. It generally involves like one of us getting really drunk, and then the the content just goes wildly out of control. It's usually me. <laughs> um, but no, so it, it, yeah. So if anyone's unaware, I am on in New Jersey. Uh, I live kind of in the middle of nowhere, like in almost. The not in the Pine Barrens. I live like north, like in the mountains with the, the woods. The one who lives in the Pine Barrens is actually Chris. Oh, uh, okay. Right, Wait, Chris? the fuck are you talking about? Pine Barrens? Yeah, Sourlands. No, 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 no. That's way. not the Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens is the shore. That's like down the shore where there's like, you know, pine trees everywhere. 
Ah, sí. I live, I live like right next to Princeton University. <laughs> well, you were cool, but now you're a fucking dork. Is Princeton where they go, where the uh, chick goes in? Um, uh, what's that fucking? Uh, damn, what's that show called? Um, with with it's the chick- Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> no, 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 nothing that good. Um, the one where the chick talks too much all the time, you know. Um, uh, uh, fuck, I've lost. Gilmore Girls. Is that where the Gilmore Girls go? Uh, no, nah, they're. She goes. Oh, hey, does she go to Princeton? No, I thought she went to Harvard. Uh, I, I thought don't it really. was in Connecticut. This is where the Gilmore Girls was. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, but no, it was. It was filmed in Connecticut. But I thought she went to uh, Harvard. Is Princeton the one where uh, they made all the buildings? It was built in like the twenties or something, and they just threw acid on sandstone and shit to make the buildings all look old. That's cool. <laughs> is that I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. It's where I've Einstein watched- grew up. I've been watching too much like JFK conspiracy YouTube videos. So <laughs> That's all, cool. Like, all about like George W. Bush and how he was in. Sorry, no, George Bush Senior and how they were all in the skull and bones, and, like dug up Geronimo's skull and shit like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Some weird ass shit. Yeah, yeah. Skull uh, and bones. Is anyone in the skull and bones in this con- in this in this podcast? Just, sh- just it's, it's like Fight Club. You can't talk about it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm a I'm a Freemason. So they they use the skull and bones, but oh really? Yeah. Have you done any weird weird shit? Have you had to like jerk off into a glass coffin or anything? <laughs> no, just a dead goat's asshole. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the UK Parliament. Remember the uh, who, who was the, who was the last Prime Minister? Um, he had the, he had the, Tony like, Blair. Was it Tony? No, 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 I... no. The last one was um, it was George. No, I can't even pick his name. He was like a Welsh guy. The dude had to stick his dick in a pig mouth. Oh, oh like the, the movie uh, or the, the Black TV Mirror show, episode. Black Mirror. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love that dude. That was the best. Well, that actually, like, so he, so that dude in Black Mirror, he has to fuck a pig. Uh-huh. In, oh, yeah. in real life, that the Prime Minister, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. But, uh, David Cameron. There it is. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, in real life, he was involved in some sort of thing where he had to stick his dick in a decapitated pig's head. Oh, <laughs> in real life, and that came out after the Black Mirror thing. It's not based on it. Oh so, my god! They boom. Shit's yep. real, man. Well, I mean, whatever other- tickles, whatever tickles your pickle. For a four-year-old fucking customer. Do you know what's funny about Black Mirror? Portal is decadent over in over in the in the UK. That's a, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm glad you got the insider. So, what's the inside of a pig's head feel like, Tim? Oh, I don't know. No idea. Oh, oh, really? okay. I need to ask that David Cameron guy, apparently. Ah, okay. Just, just to <laughs> yeah, keep sorry. your heads up, does anyone, has anyone heard of Carl Filkinson? Yeah. No. yeah. That dude came up with half the concepts for Black Mirror. Oh, really? Did he? <laughs> yeah, like, if you, if you listen to him speech, he came out with, like, half the concepts of that, and, like, they must have just taken his ideas and made that show. Because like half yeah. of them, he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a fucking strange fella. Dude, wow. yeah, he's, he's my uh, came up with the bullshit man. The su- superpower that you'd want, bullshit. <laughs> so you come <laughs> in, you're like, nope, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just, what? Why'd that guy stick his dick in a decapitated pig's head? Was it like a fraternity thing? Like, was it a dare? Um, uh, like, I just, I'll I need to out. know. I'll tell you, man. I can tell you who killed JFK. Really? 
Yeah, after after watching like 800 hours of fucking JFK shit and listening to podcasts about it, I don't know, <laughs> don't know exactly. I, I think I think I know who pulled the trigger, but every single person involved in his fucking murder, like in his in his assassination, sorry, like was like a friend of George W. Like like old like senior Bush, George Bush senior. He knew everybody. Really? Yeah, he was involved with everybody. Like there's there's whole there's like a. The last documentary I watched, there's literally like 40 minutes, like towards the end, I'm sort of watching it playing Diablo 2 with Maka from Outer Circle, and then I'm listening to this thing at the same time, and then just towards the end, it's just like every single, every sentence is like, blah, 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 and he also knew George H.W. Bush, and he also knew George H.W. Bush. I mean, wow. it's, it's pretty much a fact that Lyndon Johnson knew he was going to get killed, isn't that like... When yeah, Lyndon Johnson was on tr- was about to go on trial for I think two murders, and then when he stood when he stepped in, the first thing he did was uh, was um, uh, you know what's it called pardon? He gave, he pardoned himself for just killing yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up, man. Yeah, but like you know, um, but at least maybe... we don't put our dicks in pigs' heads, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Yo. a thing called the Piers Galv- Gaveston Society. Piers Gav is a highly exclusive made up of uh, sorry, highly exclusive made up of a select group of twelve undergraduates, a men only club named after the alleged male lover of Edward the <gasps> Second. Whoa, that's so crazy. I was literally talking to Spencer about Edward the Second just recently. Uh, <laughs> King of England. He's the um he's the dude, you know, in um in fucking Braveheart, where like his uh son where, where long mm-hmm. Yep, motherfucker, are you serious? Like, you gotta do this. And then his little his son's little boyfriend guy is just like, hey, no, it was my idea, and it's a sound strategy. And Edward II's like, oh yeah, tell me more about it, and just like throws him out a window. Uh he was a yeah, exactly. interesting figure. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, so I don't know, apparently they have something to they they fuck pigs. Hmm. Interesting. They I mean, Skull and Crossbones Society pretty much do the same thing. It's the same initiation. No one's allowed to see what they do. I mean, it could be worse. Like, there's tons of different forms of necrobestiality that are probably, like, way worse. You know, like, fucking a chicken. Oh, my God. I was going to say, remember that chick? She, um, that story that came out, she, she went on that Tinder date with a dude. Went really well. They hooked up. They fucked. She let them come all over her face and her tits. And then the next day she woke up with a rash, like after he left. So she texts the dude. She's like, Hey man, like, just let you know, I got a rash and go to the doctor. So she goes to the doctor and the doctor, her uh, regular physician's like, okay, well, this is definitely something special. You need to go to a uh, dermatologist. So she goes to the dermatologist and the dermatologist is like, uh, so you have a parasite in your skin (laughs) and there's only, there's only one of two ways you get this parasite. Uh, either by having sex with corpses or by having sex with am- animals. The dude she had fucked uh, was a um, mortician. Ah, no. <laughs> you never heard that one? Wait, so, so wait. They probably lived did, did it come from his jizz? Or did it just yeah. come off his, just off his yes. body? No, it oh, came, came from his semen, yep. Well, he sound, sounds like a really nice fellow. So he had a parasite that was living in his fucking balls? I guess. I don't know. It's one of them fucked up stories. Like, what the fuck? I thought when you said, like, and then she had to go to a skin doctor, I thought you were going to say, and then she had to go to a jizz doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. like, skin doctor, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, the skin thing. 
Yeah, that's fucking creepy as shit. Well, that's bizarre. So what did she do? Is there any like epilogue to that story? Does she like stab him to death? And be like, Stop mm. fucking nah, no- nothing as epic as like that chick that cut that dude's dick off. But <laughs> oh, throwing a bobbit. Yeah, the shit that happens she, in this crazy country. Yeah, <laughs> she cut his dick off and then threw it out the, threw it in the field. On the way and then they, and then they found it and put it back on. Remember, he was in a couple pornos. Yeah, now he's a priest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> shit. That's America. America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Paying sure attention, gonna... Lewis. This is how you're gonna get your citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> No, I told you it's it's uh, singing the uh, Team America theme tune. But I'm you need say- to know these weird. You need to know like the names of these characters too. Uh, there's a lot of things I don't know. I just, I just sit there like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gone through this craziness of this introduction. How about we just do a hobby update real quick? Let's go around and see where everyone's at and what they've been doing, what they've been up to. Um, Let's start with, you know, we can start with RC or Mongo. Mongo. <laughs> Cough. Dead silence. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he leave the chat or something? <laughs> no, he's here. I just, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Discord's fucked up tonight. I don't know what the hell's going on with it. Of course, like, of all nights to... Glitch out, Lewis. What have you been doing? What's your hobby? Uh, progress. All right, yeah, we can switch to me. That's, that's if cool. he's having a problem, tell him to restart Discord. That's what I found. It was giving me shit. Most likely, I'll yeah, I'll send him a text. But uh, oh, wait, so, he's, yeah, he's not even in Discord actually. So yeah. for my for my hobby progress, I've done. Oh man, there's a couple of things. Uh, I spent a lot of money on Titanicus. Um, he's joined back in. Um, so I brought more Sarasus Knights. Nice. Um, I brought another set of Warhounds, and I'm going to have six. And what's really annoying is, you know, typical GW fashion, <laughs> can't get hold of the weapons cards. <laughs> Fantastic, right? Of um, course. And then I assembled a couple of my Sarasus Knights, gave them some pretty cool poses. I'd, I much prefer building the Sarasus over the Questoral. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and then I primed them, and then I painted them in lead belcher, and I did a non-oil wash. So now I'm just ready to paint the plates and detail it, and I'll have that up and running. But that's pretty much the bulk of my hobby progress, because I've been so busy trying to get the event ready, and then the event on the 23rd, dealing with that. So that's where I'm at. Nice. Sweet Chris? tits. Chris or Chris? Which or Chris? Your Chris. Mongo. Oh. Mongo. Um, no. All right, Chris, what, what have you been up to? I have um, worked a little bit more on my reaver. I've just been taking my sweet ass time with it, coming downstairs for like 10 minutes at a time. It's almost done. I just got two weapons to assemble. And um, yeah, just working on a plan to. Get rid of my hobby desk and rebuild something completely new because I need to make space for the 3D printer I'm getting for Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. What kind? Ender 3. Ender 3. Sounds good. Sounds like a fucking video card. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty hardcore. It um, it prints at like point zero one millimeter. That's that's like thin as it goes. So it's pretty fucking. Oh, holy shit! Okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I want to use that for printing up tons of Titanicus terrain, and you know, like, who knows? Maybe I could 3D print some fucking stuff for 30k. Yeah, um, are you gonna print, print it and then cost, and then cost it? That's like the best way to do it, man. If you want like max shit, just print it and then make a like a mold of it, and then you can oh. smack. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would like to do that with some things. Because um, I reckon also... like pretty expensive. I also really well for I was talking to to Ryan Kimmel over at um Radio Free one. He was telling me that one roll of filament for that thing he prints like I think at least three twenty eight millimeter BattleTech mechs. Yeah, and they're they're like bigger. They're significantly larger than the Night Titans. Mm. So I do want to print some of those just because they look cool. I want to like put them on display. Um. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah with certain things, I do want to recast them. They're like giant action figure stuff, like Bobby doll sized Max, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I, my favorite ones, the um, Timberwolf. I oh, want to yeah. like create a hanger of those because I think they look they would look cool as hell, and like you know some kind of um, reclaimed planet, you know, and like a yeah. hangar bay or something. So that's really what I'm trying to figure out is got to take this desk apart and just build something nice, and maybe I could integrate my uh, beer fridge in there. To, Consolidate some space. So that's adding what I'm more, doing. Adding more to your uh, crazy sex dungeon down there. Yeah, man. Yep. I need that. I need more space for the dead, like obese nerd bodies that I'm cutting up and putting in the walls. Um, <laughs> so, how about uh, Shane? What do you What have you been up to? Uh, I played a game of uh, Titanicus. Uh, pre-ordered the second AT tile from Forge World because that dropped on Saturday uh, or Friday, sorry. And then I've also been assembling my third, or sorry, my fourth Warlord uh, because, yeah, reasons. I got a shitload of work to do for Betrayer, though. Uh, I just finally picked up the rest of the poker chips to, that we're implementing for our new campaign system. Um, so I got to get to work with those, getting those fucking ready for uh, betrayer in, uh, January, February. Sorry. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Been kind of slow, but these warlords take a lot of prep work. So they do, yeah. but it's totally hey, those, worth it. those tiles. They're only dropping those tiles one at a time. Like they're not dropping yeah, them all. They that's will, crazy. but eh, whatever. I'm, I'm okay with it. My body's ready. Yeah. 12 inches, 14, 16, whatever they got. I, I can take it. I've been prepping. Good, nice. good thing they're shipping from the U.S. now, you know. Right. Saves me on the shipping, right? Because that's how that works. I think that's how it works. You get it in basically the same amount of time as before. <laughs> I know! Like, oh, fuck. All right, whatever. Moving on. That, that's right. my hobby progress. <laughs> Since we have uh, Mongo here. Mongo, fill us in on what you've been up to. I've been uh I've been working on some hive terrain, you know, rebuilding some of the old Necromunda stuff, and I'm uh, revisiting my Dark Angels. I just started uh reworking my Praetor, trying to kind of get them up to a better level because my painting skills have, you know, they've got they get better over the years as you go, and uh, I think I'm a little bit better now, so I'm going to try and push it a little bit and see if I can kind of update them to my uh, 
current level. Nice. You know, Chris, I would love to see you take like stuff that you painted like a year ago and compare it to recent. I think that'd be cool as fuck. Yeah, I could do that. I could uh I could take some photos and, and put that up there. I'll put that up on the page. I think that'd nice. be good. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I have some good photos because of my mechanicum that I started like right before I went away. And then the ones that I just did like last week for that Jersey Devil painting contest. You know. Perfect Dude. example right there. I don't think you've been on the show as of yet to for us to congratulate you on taking home two of the awards. Um which were well deserved. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, that was a that was a surprise. That was a it was a good time. Mythicos is a pretty awesome place putting that on. Um but yeah, it was uh best uh sci-fi 40k army and then uh best 40k machine or vehicle. Yes. I think that they were meant to do walker and then vehicle, but they've just molded it into one. Yeah, yeah, it just got all kind of like I think there was some confusion there, and they just kind of put those two categories together. Still one, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah they, they called me like the next day and then said that it was overall, too. So that one won not just that one, but it was like the overall like Slayer Sword winner, whatever they're going to call it thing. For their, oh, uh, for really? Their so so yeah. technically you won three awards? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Dude, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was super stoked. You know, it was just kind of like going on a win too, you know, doing that. I just happened to have the stuff together and I threw that tile together the like the two days before. <laughs> but Well, not, not even that, that tank, the Mechanicus tank that you had. That was how many hours before or days before? Uh, that was, I started that two days before. I finished it up the day before. The Chris, you got any pictures of that? You should, the, uh, Maga, you got any pictures of that? You should throw them in the chat so uh, Tim can see them. Okay, yeah, we'll do. Yeah, I'll, I love, put I love how... I'll put them on my Instagram, too, and then put them on the page. There you go. I love oh, how you're like, great. yeah, I, I just I just happen to have a couple award-winning pieces laying around. Thanks for making me sound like a dickhead. <laughs> Is it mo- at Munger? <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram? Yeah, I don't even know how I got Mongo. Like, you guys just started that. <laughs> Apparently, what did I do? Like, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. That was me. It's just love, man. We care it's, about uh, you. It's uh, Rune Storm Painting. Rune Storm Painting. <laughs> oh, my yes, God. Rune Storm I've Painting. Never, I've never fucked that up. I finally yeah. did it. Yeah, not, not RuneScape. Rune Storm. Rune Storm Painting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I already follow you. I just don't know anyone's fucking name in real life. So, because there's like Instagram and then Facebook and then uh, just other fucking things like forums and shit. So, I can never, I never know who anyone is unless they say, I'm, this is my name and this is my Instagram. And now we know who we are. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I don't realize until I go home and I look at pictures from an event and I'm like, oh, that guy was there. And then I look closely. I'm like, oh, that was fucking Tom. The fuck? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, na- my name is Chris, and then there's already a Chris on the podcast, so that makes it even more confusing. So, yeah. I was RC, the- and now I'm Mongo. Thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm Psych Ward Chris. I'm the guy that messages you way too much on a uh, oh, Facebook yeah. chat. Oh, okay. All right. Now I know. <laughs> he knows exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, I love your uh, Chris. 
Chris too. I love your uh, Mechanicum. I really like white the white scheme Mechanicums, and yours looks fucking sick. The uh, Thalax and Thanatars and stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for uh, Order Reductor eventually when I get uh, enough stuff yeah. painted. Yeah, well, you don't need much. You just need like 12 Thalax, I reckon. That's, and then just <laughs> tanks. Everything else tanks. Chuck in so, three, three Minotaurs and good to go. Yeah, I think we, we're, we're probably going to ask you a little bit of uh, Mechanicum advice later because I think Chris, Psych Ward Chris, is uh, looking at starting a Mechanicum army here in a little bit. He's got a bunch of thralls he doesn't know what to do with. So uh, I pick your brain. Yeah. yeah, I definitely do want to talk to you about that. I, I impulse bought like 90 thralls. Because <laughs> I just, I love, I think they look fucking incredible. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking awesome. Ninety is an odd number there, but you know, well, it was the it was what was available. Well, I bought eighty. Yeah, I bought I bought eighty, and then I realized that I had also purchased ten. Like, I don't know, a few months before that, so I have ninety. Uh, okay. okay. So well, I can tell you. Yeah, let's I, I know exactly what you need to do. I'll tell you when we get to that bit. Well, before we go, before we go forward, yo, Tim, you're a guest mm-hmm. on a show. We totally skipped this. What's your hobby of progress? Oh yeah, um, uh, I have been off. Oh, so <clears throat> ran a, this event last uh, last, uh, which we we'll talk about in our, on our next episode. Um, uh, and so I painted up all these tiles. Those fucking um, what are they called the uh, planetary empire tiles. Uh, nice. So I re I re them as well. Built them up with some backfiller and shit like that and then just like and then pva put sand and gravel and shit on, on them just to make them a bit more like uh just to make the pigments go into them a bit better i think it looks better with the if, it, if it's if it's if there's extra sand and shit in there yeah um, they look great yeah and, and 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 i build a few sort of extra little bits i've got some more ideas for sort of uh, expanding that now and building like a really big like multi hex uh hive tile with like ships like docked on the side of it and shit like Necromunda. Because if you look at Necromunda, what I didn't realize until suddenly just recently is that that hive in Necromunda, like the primary hive, like like fucking huge, and it goes like all the way through, <laughs> like it goes like through the cloud, like through this toxic layer of clouds and shit. That's and it goes like you know super yeah. high into the air. So on on a hex tile, you can just make like a really big fucking like on three hexes all together in like a group, you make like a really big. So I think I'm, I'm gonna try and try and do one of those um but then yeah so all i've got now so the next event i've got is in is uh act of heresy which is 25th of january and i decided that i'll paint some more shit so i painted so i'm, I'm doing some solar arcs i've got a bunch of solar arcs and i'm painting them now and eventually nice. i'm gonna do i got enough shit because i've been keeping shit aside for ages just building up my supplies of just basic humans and I've got like fuckloads of Elataris now. I've probably got like fifty or sixty of them. And I've got a Medusa battery, and I got like oh fuck, tons of stuff. Um, and then I've got all these crawl. Yeah, to to build to bulk out the points, I, I've also got these like crawl like uh, the Praetor armored launcher and uh, Crassus. I've got two Praetors and a Crassus, so I'm gonna jam them all into like some huge mega army, which would be good. And then, but eventually, what I want to do is a Solar Ox and Talons of the Emperor, mostly Sisters of Silence. Um, uh, Centurion Force at two thousand points, so it's all just solar arcs, <laughs> fucking 
Cyclops demolition vehicles and uh, you know, Sisters of Silence just chopping people up. He's going to slip in a casual fucking uh, tr- Praetor Tribune in there too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe just a tell and a Telemon friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's yeah. It's like some so the yeah this Oblivion Knight Centura is just like okay cool well I'm going on a mission I've got all my sisters we're gonna go and we're getting on the ship and the crew are like these solar ox train guys should be good and then like the emperor's like oh this is a very important mission I'll let you take one of my custodies with me like you know it's early on there's ten thousand of them but I can spare one and she's like hmm only one custody hey emperor. And then she's just like, I'm going to fuck with him because he's a filthy, dirty psycho. So she's like, I choose uh, brother fucking Richard. And he's like, Richard the Telemon. She's like, yes, under the terms of what you uh, laid out, I could choose any custard. And uh, he's a custard, right? And he's just like, oh, god damn it. It's one of the three only Telemons. Okay, Richard, go with her. And so, yeah, just uh, this whole bunch of sisters with a Telemon friend. That's how it ha- That's the fluff behind that army. Boom, done. All right. Wow! Um, you, you, if you were coming to the NJ event, you'd probably kill it. <laughs> like win the award for the the best <laughs> info to it. <laughs> yeah, I totally just ejaculated thinking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna save this fluff for later. I'm gonna once you publish it, I'm gonna edit it and just record it and make a transcript. That's my army. No, I don't have a Telemon bot. I do have some Sagittarium Guard because I think they're pretty cool. And in the Arada too, their rifles are now Assault Three. Strength five, AP four instead of heavy three, so that you can, they can run around now. Do 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 do, firing full auto and shit like maniacs. Some psych for those guys. And they they might come. They're, you know, just doing some black ops for the emperor, sniping people, whatever. A Kalexis assassin as well. That's another thing I need. Damn. Robot all that shit into one just like army of like crazy esoteric shit. Yeah, what color scheme are you doing your uh, solar rocks there? Um, they're gonna have like green. Uh, I haven't started painting them yet, but they're gonna have they're gonna have future metal armor plates, just so they matches in with all my vehicles and shit that I've already got. So I can just use because I've got ton, I've got tons of tanks on my auto reductor and stuff that are like that could be used for either or. And then I've got you know super heavies and shit. Um, so then they'll have like a green sort of a dark green like suit with like the future metal looking. Kind of like a brownie, almost goldish kind of metal, um, and then yeah, so they'll just be fucking good to go, nice green. And then I've got I've got some of those uh, uh the the ogren uh, ogren charonites as well. I've got six of those as well. So it's just like fucking don't raid my ship. If you want to come and get these psychers, the first thing we do is we've got all these soulless women with swords, and then second thing is we just release charonites, and then yeah, basically just fuck after that. Right? Damn. Sounds awesome. I don't know. I don't know who crews the black ships. There's not enough info, so I'm just making it up. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Just keep making it up. That's fine. <clears throat> yeah. Just think about it, right? Like, if somebody boards your ship and your whole point of your ship is just like a cargo of super dangerous human psychers, you're just going to be like, well, either we just kill them as soon as they board, or we're just going to, like, <laughs> go to extreme measures. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds badass. I feel like it would just be a bunch of like, isn't it like fluff wise? It's supposed to be a bunch of nulls, but then like that doesn't make sense because like, how are they fucking going through the void with an astropath? You know, like, is she just well, in some like crazy yeah. fucking containment field or? 
It, it doesn't say how they affect navigators as well. Like in the rules, the navigator counts as a psycho. So obviously, like they get instant death against the navigator. Which, yeah. Um, right. So you like, but, is she like constantly having a migraine? Like there's all these fucking assholes around her. Like, it's like when you have a headache and your kid just won't stop screaming. Like, is it like that? No, they can, they can dampen that stuff. I think they talk about it in, uh, is it the Eisenhorn or the Ravenor ones? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could switch yeah, it on and yeah. off. So they probably have those because their technology is way better in 30k. It doesn't seem like they do though. Like in if you like in Master of Mankind, it doesn't seem like they ever like there's never mentioned that they're like, okay, turn on the restrainers so that we don't scare the fuck out of everybody in the palace. Like everyone just has to get on with it. The, the custodes seem to just give zero fucks because um, they're like strong-willed and uh, you know not psychers. Gotta uh, justify the rules. Yeah, because 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 uh, the sisters have to use hand, hand sign and shit, right? Because they can't talk. If they, right. If they talk, it freaks people out. So I don't know. One of the unexplained things. <laughs> Part of yeah, I'm guessing in a war, if they're in a ship, like they need to use their null powers to power the imprisonment for all these powerful psychers. Otherwise, all these psychers would just be like going crazy. Like it, it, it'd be like fucking. Uh, uh, what's the X Men Academy? You know, they're all just running around like <laughs> surfing a wave of ice, man. Oh, hey, Toad! He's shooting his tongue out and shit. They're all just doing psychic shit. Like, can't have that. They're all like, I imagine they're all like chained in fucking coffins with like psychers walking around with like powerful rifles ready to just shoot the fuck out of them if they do anything. And also dampening their minds, right? Surely. Like, yeah, I don't know. I imagine free, freeze pods. If there's if, if stasis pods are a thing, I imagine that's a good way to trap a psycho, right? Because they're just yeah, everything's just locked in place. Oh, yeah, that, that's because in uh, Eisenhower they talk about uh, fuck. Who's that dude that's stuck in stasis? Gilliman. No, fuck nah, you. He's no. out, mate. No one cares about that crap. No one cares about that. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> he's still in the stasis. No, they, they talk about the black. They talk about the black ships in that one. Uh, one thousand sons book isn't it a thousand sons book where he like kills the kid makes the mother kill the kid and shit you know oh yeah nah yeah fuck what book is that yeah yeah it's, that, it's graham yeah. mcneil wrote it because he likes yeah. to do that to yeah never mind there is psychic dampening shit you know it's like psychic dampening technology so i imagine they're just like yeah like the coffins on the side of you know the uh inquisitor that the sisters have it's got like coffins on the side it's just like chuck them in there and it just side dampens them they're like trapped in there mm-hmm. and then they don't get out until they fucking turn up at terra and like two fucking sisters are just throwing you to the emperor and he's just eating your soul oh, no, no, no. <laughs> get in this coffin you're like no no what do you, what's going on and then just like oh i feel so muffled i feel so blunt and then they're just like injecting fluids now and like a needle comes into you just injects into your stomach and then it just like keeps you alive just feeding you nutrients directly into your guts and then like next thing you're being fed to the emperor that's cool man that's why sisters of silence is so cool it's so sinister yeah they're pretty fucking nuts that accelerated so quickly what do you think a sister of silence is like when she's on the rag They might not uh, be able to. They might not have ovaries. <laughs> That's the trade off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every woman would make that trade off. <laughs> I lose my soul there. Hmm. Yeah, it's, 
That's hilarious. I, well, if they're a ginger, they already don't have souls, right? Oh, oh. <laughs> Gingers don't have souls. This is true. <laughs> South Park. Oh yeah. So, so that's all right. So, so that's that's hobby progress, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was hobby progress. No, it's epic backlog to the story. So actually, <laughs> so in the event that we're trying to run, and obviously we're not as well adapted to this as you are, Tim. Um, <laughs> we're 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 trying to get different awards for like, and we want people to write backstories to their armies. Yeah, we, yeah. And, and you pretty much just nailed one perfectly, like. <laughs> Um, so if you should write a backstory, just think about like the legion that you've got, and just think about what's the grimmest thing that these guys have ever had to do, and then just write that out, and then just like that had that happened immediately before this. So last thing my guys did was they had to shovel a hundred thousand human corpses out of a hive, uh, so that uh, you know so that new new people could come in, <laughs> and then you get a whole new bunch of nightmares. Um, so yeah, that, that I mean, all right, so we're just gonna go on to the main portion of the show at this point. Damn it. Um, so as you know, there's a bunch of questions I think everyone wants to ask you. Um, being that you know, the first podcast I listened to was I Horace, and I'm pretty sure podcast, podcast, like you didn't listen to Sasquatch Chronicles or anything. Well, I, I have a bunch of like, um, I, I say um, hobby related. Not? Hobby related. He, he, his first podcast was how to speak British. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling the fast one. I'm like pretending how to be to British. British. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a Yankee like you guys. Um, <laughs> did you? Um, it, but did you? Do you? Uh, I need to ask you this, and I uh, don't feel like I'm racially profiling you. But That's do you fine. really? Do you really like the show Top Gear? I love the show. <laughs> That's the worst part. Yeah, every fucking English dude fucking loves Top Gear, and I'm like, I don't get it, man. Like, I just fucking can't. I, like, a car is just a thing. Just like I drive around in. Yeah, cool. Mine's mine's white, and <laughs> I have to remember the number plate. It's really annoying. I have to pay all these taxes and shit for it. But like, all British dudes are just like, oh my god, the latest Maserati, fucking special. No, so I actually don't. I'm not fussed about the cars. I okay. fucking yeah. think Jeremy Clarkson is hilarious. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, so cute. It's like, for me, like, my favorite what? episodes in Top Gear is when they do their, like, mini adventures. Like, uh, when they went uh, to, um, oh, there's so many good events. When they went to America and, and drove for Alabama and they wrote, like, gay things on the car and, like, they were like, yeah, he's going to get the mates and shoot you. Like, you know that that's what English people think of America. You know, when I moved over here, it's actually pretty funny. So my dad's side of the family thinks that everyone has a gun and they're in the mafia. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> it, it Top Gear is hilarious. Like uh, for me, now they're on the grand tour. The first season was like, eh. The second season was more normal. Pretty excited for the first season though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm. I'm British I'm people not, do yeah. like Top Gear. They do. <laughs> Crazy. Like every British person like, gathers around every morning. When, when's it on in Britain? Like, when's it on in the UK? Like, Thursday night at 7 p.m. or something? Oh, they're, they're, right now, they're just doing reruns because it's the Grand uh, Tour and like Amazon own that stuff. 
what they're yeah. on Amazon owning now. But yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I, I could watch yeah, Top for days. That's the thing I noticed most when I was in Britain is just everyone's like Top Gear, yeah, it's awesome. And then also they play like nature documentaries at like dinner time. So just like, yeah, let's sit down and watch Meerkat Mansion. I love that. <laughs> I love Meerkat Mansion. There's always just like something going on about Africa. Like everyone's just like, what's happening in Africa? What's the latest in Africa? It's always like African like stuff, finding out about what's happening in Africa. It's weird. But, you know. I guess they can't wait to just go back over in there and, you know, take them all in. <laughs> Colonize again. And then they get to blame America for it. That's yeah. <laughs> can't wait for the caliphate to splinter up again so we have access to sub-Saharan Africa. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, what I will say is in England, I hear a lot of world news, uh, mainly African. Like, I hear a lot about Africa. I, I don't know why. Um, but over in America, you just get the local news. That's it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> It's, like, such a different environment. It's like, yeah, I know locally, but outside of that bubble, I don't know anything because they don't feed it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I mean, oh, my God. The news is a joke here, isn't it, Lewis? Oh, my God. There's no incentive to lie about the, the stuff that's outside of the U.S., so why would they talk about it? Yeah, right. It's so fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's not talk about the... Oh, oh fuck, man. Nobody. Uh, the, the other thing I've been doing, I should have said, as well as just painting models, is just following like the yellow vest shit in France. Like, no, like literally no one's covering that in mainstream Oh, my news. God, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's some riots and stuff like... The French, like the French, they arrested like eleven thousand people in Paris. <laughs> eleven thousand people. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about, Merca. Ah, uh, dude, it's yeah. It's yeah, like I, yellow vest France, and it's these huge riots that basically shut down the country. And like the president was like, "Oh fuck, well this isn't good." And had to like back, like back down to them. He's oh, is that? <laughs> didn't he like raise taxes or something? Or he's the guy who's like a Rothschild guy who has like a he, when he was like. 17 or something he met this like 40 year old woman and he's married to her still and he's like works works for like uh the the rothschild bankers and then he ran as like a moderate he ran up against that le pen woman who was like a i don't know far right woman or something and she and it was like everyone was like oh my god what's gonna happen and then he lost oh sorry he won and everyone was like whoa holy shit and now he's a and his approval rating since then is now down to like 23 percent or something crazy but like, there's just nothing in the mainstream like about it, pretty much. Even though there's these like insane riots, no, like thousands of people, and they're like spray painting the Arc de Triomphe and shit, and like doing all kinds of shit. Wow, France, interesting state right now, um, and it's pretty crazy. But that's not the reason we have you on the show. <laughs> what we have you on the show for is, and I, I mean, I'm dying to ask questions. I'm okay. sure, Chris, yeah, yeah. and Psych Ward, and. Because, you know, like I was saying, it's the first heresy-related podcast I listened to. I thought it was better than some other podcasts out there. It's the one I, every week, so when it came up, I was like, oh, man, I got to listen to this. So I got to ask, like, how did you get into podcasting? And, and what made you decide to choose heresy? Um, <clears throat> all right, okay, so there's a couple of ways. Number one, I just, uh, like, Michael and I just... I think like Michael first started listening to this podcast called Mysterious Universe. When do you? When is your? Not to interrupt you, but when's your cue that you switch over to being Michael? By the way, since you're the same person. <laughs> oh, no, he's, 
His uh, his brain, his brain in a brain in a jar has been moved to to another part of the country. Oh, sorry, oh, another okay. part of the world, actually. So yeah, he's not here anymore. <laughs> okay. Sorry, couldn't resist. Continue. We can't we can't mind meld when we're too far when we're in diff- different hemispheres. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so we we would listen to uh this mysterious universe podcast, and it's basically just like you know crazy fucking cryptid style shit, and like ooh a ghost reel. Let's find out. Let's let's listen to these stories and shit. Um, and then I started listening to like a bunch of like just history, like history of Rome was one of the first ones I got into. Um, I started listening to that Kevin Smith fucking podcast and then the Joe Rogan podcast, a couple of other sort of like his friends that, yeah, I don't listen to really that much anymore. It's a bit like always just like nutritionist guys and shit on now. And it's really weird now. Makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Running guys. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. It's still, still, yeah, funny, funny shenanigans, shenanigans and shit. Um, but it makes then, you feel fat listening to it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, and then I started the, uh, and and then uh, we were really into uh, the uh, sorry Warhammer Fantasy Battle, and Ooh. there was a couple of Australian podcasts that did like called the, uh, there was one called the Dwellers Below. That was the main one we listened to. That was pretty good because they got everybody. Like the key to that was they had like four or five dudes, and they were all in the same place at the same time, and then you know having some drinks and shit and recording. So it was like the key is that they were like fucking you know there was a whole bunch of dudes just like that obviously hung out playing Warhammer together, and then were just like okay let's sit down and just record some crazy shit, you know. Um, and that was like really powerful. I noticed there was a couple other ones. Uh, there was a watchtower. Like, I don't know why they thought the watchtower was a great name for the podcast. Like, named after the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um. So when That's you type awesome. watchtower, you get all this weird fucking. Yeah. Oh wait, no! Is it the Mormon one or is it the? Jehovah's no, it's the. Yeah, right. You're right. It's the Jehovah's one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stop me on Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> um. All right, anyway, so uh, fuck. What were we talking? Where where was that? You were talking about your pod. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, so there was a podcast called Watchtower, and there are fantasy ones. And what I noticed is that they were really good at creating a community, even though they didn't really put any effort into them. It was just them shit talking, and just like that's all. Like they didn't have any kind of hobby. Sort of, they they did hobby progress and that sort of thing, but they didn't do like, hey, you know, you know, some some of the stuff that we've done like we've really pushed like fucking paint and shit like fucking you know come up with ideas send your stuff in you know we'll, we'll, we'll put your pictures up and that sort of shit um just trying to you know help people like build like they'd, every now and then they'd sort of like go and explain sort of like how they organized an event or some, some sort of thing but there wasn't like they weren't sort of like going out of their way to try and fucking tell to teach people like or, or you know or, or sort of educate people of, like this is how you would be a good way to run an event Speaking of which, sorry to interrupt, but speaking yeah. of which, the closer patches, who is in charge of that in the Fucking, US? yeah, what the fuck, man? Can we take over that? Uh, yeah, it's well, Mike Mondalungo. You just need to ask him. Ah, uh-huh. fucking Monty's been shit in the bed, huh? No well, I don't, there. Well, I'm going to get on that boy. Yeah, see if you can uh, yeah, hit Monty up because he sent he sent me the uh, ones for Australia, so I've been I've been issuing them out. And there's a group that I created called Closers Only, but I haven't added anyone to it. Monty sent me, <laughs> Monty sent me like a list oh, of all. Sounds the like people. a great group. Yeah, Monty, <laughs> he sent me a list of all the people that 
uh, that, that he sent them out to. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll just add them to the group. But then you never did because I should be in that group. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Uh, but my phone, I, I don't know. I can't. I think I had them saved on my phone and I had to and my phone got killed or something. Some reason. Mm-hmm. And I just fucking forgot to ask him for him again. So, but yeah, the reason I we'll, have to go through, we'll have to organize a verification system. It's just a pain in the ass because my chat, my Facebook is a fucking just total abortion. If I sometimes if I, if I go to look for something, I'll accidentally open a chat and then it just goes like eighty down, like do 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 do, never find that one again. Bye. Um, yeah, so I, I get that. Yeah, it's impossible to keep track of any <laughs> anything that's going on in there, pretty much. But most chats say, anymore, you just yeah. You skip to the bottom and just see what's going on. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. if you need us to do anything, just send an email, ifrspodcast at gmail.com. And that way we open up the email when we're recording and then go, oh, that thing. Okay, let's talk about that now. It's the only way because it's just, I'm just too fucking ugh, social media, man. Yeah, Except man. for Instagram. Instagram's the best. Instagram's the best one because there's like no negativity. It's just people going, yeah, I fucking love that shit. People only comment when they actually like something. And then if some fuckhead is ever is negative, you go to his feed and it's like no posts. And you're like, well, eat my fucking fat dick, boy. <laughs> Luck. Yeah. So, Not that that's ever happened, but like I, you, I imagine that is what would happen because like usually when people on fa- Facebook just being like dick bags, it's because they're just no hobby bullshit people. <laughs> or they play 40k. Oh. <laughs> Just gotta get this thing in there. So before I interrupted you, you were in like uh you know, they weren't doing Oh that's right, yeah, yeah, I was reminiscing. Yeah. Okay, so they so basically that's what I noticed is that those podcasts were really good, sort of like may, they maybe they had I I don't feel like they were sort of like purposely sort of driving anything. But then I realized like, but yeah, you could do it and imagine if you sort of just like tried to because uh, what what we realized is that Back when we first started, like the first maybe couple of years after the first Black Book came out, like we had armies, we were looking for people. It's really hard to find people to play, really. We had a bit of a scene going here, luckily, because we were tagging uh, Adam Wiseman around this event called the Inferno Series that went for like seven quarters. Or basically, there was eight, there was, there was uh, uh, Inferno Zero and then one through seven. So it went for about two years. And that was really good. We ran all different point sizes and everything. So we were really able to like, try everything out and then we were able to sort of intelligently talk about it on, on on the podcast so luckily we had a scene but what we realized is that like fucking no not many places other than brisbane maybe like uh townsel because it was our, our army mates were up there and they were, yeah. they were getting into it but there weren't many other places in australia at least where people were playing heresy and then sort of looking around the world you could find there was the you know the white forum the uh envisage yeah. one, what that one i always forget the name of it um, I was on there for ages as well, um, but then we real. But what we realized is there's lots of people playing, but they're all around the world. They might not necessarily be near you. That if we can just get like global heresy movement movement going, you know, now, the, and just link, the, link all these people together, then then we can get like a get a scene going, man. We can start seeing fucking crazy shit on Instagram the, and and because like, there's one thing I want to add to all that is like I remember the the first 30k podcast was um, Greg Dan. But like when you guys came along, you guys really popularized the whole fully painted as for closers. Like after that started, that really like created almost like, in my opinion, I could be wrong, but uh, I feel like that strongly influenced the 30k community as a whole, and it really caught on. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, I think so. And and that was entirely just because like we played so much competitive fantasy. The reason that like our whole group, like the I have Horus crew, basically me, Michael, Spence, Ajax, Sean, like uh, Sean, who, who's quartermaster, hashtag by quartermaster. Um, <laughs> the reason like we don't really like 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 we're not super competitive is because we were in the super competitive fantasy scene. Sort of that was where you could get go to the most events, and the most of, events are fun because you play against because we we would all play each other's armies. We knew pretty much yeah who was top dog. Um, but then when you went to a big event, we'd all be like, yeah, let's all seven of us go to a fucking event, or like seven or eight or ten, and we all knew each other, but we didn't know fucking any of the other people sort of thing. We sort of got to knew get, got to know them, but it was really, like the funnest thing was just going to this other event where nobody knew who we were, and then just like talking about the people afterwards oh did you play this guy yeah that was fucking hilarious that guy's funny as fuck sort of thing <laughs> um so yeah that uh that that was that that was really fucking fun and and the reason that we're like it, we played it just happened to be that 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 scene that we were on in brisbane was also just the most harsh unrelenting meta because all the queensland players went down to the other states for the masters and for CanCon and everything and always just fucking destroyed everybody so we were just like their local like just whip like we'd just turn up and just get fucking smashed like i had dwarves and vampires which are the worst armies for a tournament play because if you just kill the vampire and charge the army okay well you lose the game and dwarves it's like oh, i'll just run behind your shit with all my chaff and then you're fucked so you die so like all we just we'd just be like oh man i know i can't win against this but if you drew one of the fucking top players who you knew because from the podcast and just because you're on the scene, you were like, oh my God. So then it became like, how can we sabotage this guy the best? Like, you know, like what's the, what's the best way to fuck with this guy and deny him points and that sort of thing. So, um, so we, yeah, that, that's basically sort of where we came from is like just getting our asses kicked all the time, not really caring. And then we went from that into the 30K and 30K at the time was basically like, you know, just people who'd read the books and stuff, a whole bunch, in, at least in our scene was a whole bunch of, ex-fantasy players because they killed the old world so we were just like fuck that and then um and, and then sort of a few 40k players that we knew as well so our scene went was like a really like zero competitive sort of thing and it just came down to like you know let's see what happens man like and as well as that the the rules back then in the early days was super wild west as well which <laughs> i really liked because it's like <laughs> you couldn't fucking you know, all the stuff that people go crazy about, like, we need a fucking errata, oh, fuck out, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, my personal opinion, I, I do like, uh, you know, maybe it makes people happy having an errata just for every fucking possible situation, but I don't know, I just avoid those situations in the rules, and, you know, if anything ever happens, you're like, do you want to just four plus it? Yep, okay, cool. Like, I, 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 I judge an event by how many times I have to pull my rule book out, and if it's zero, then best event ever, you know? Like, I just... <laughs> yeah. There's... Like the rules aren't really aren't as well as compared to old fantasy or done or, or or any other like a bunch of other games. The rules aren't really that deep, so you know, like you can just sort of <laughs> just roll some d sixes and shit, man. Um, yeah, man, if you're playing with people where you gotta like pull out the rule book every couple minutes and and argue over it, you're doing it wrong anyway. You know, if you can just yeah. fuck it and roll off, then you know, you know you're with yeah. Me. So yeah, so so then sort of when we did the podcast, our whole idea was like. So one one thing that we always did as as, as sort of the Ayahorus crew, I guess, just to use it, you know that as the name for sort of the, our group, basically that we all grew up together and shit, you know, or, or met people through our wives or something, you know, like some like Sean from Quartermaster. We know my wife is best friends with his wife, and he just happened to be like into you know 
writing Apple apps and playing Warhammer Fantasy, and I met him somehow. Met him just like you know, crazy. Um, so yeah, like I use iHorse Crew sort of for that for that group, but we would always like have our shit fully painted. We were always just like we were just you know, fucking. It's really it, it it's so much better, you know, like so much more immersive. Once you play like a fully painted game, you just can't go back. Like um, so that that was like our thing. And so when we did the podcast, we were like, okay, if we basically if we're getting in on the ground floor. Then let's just fucking you know say m- make a whole bunch of sort of demands of the community and just see how it goes you know like um and and it went pretty well like people I, I think people who play thirty k as well like people who are drawn to it just uh, uh there's a lot of people who just spend most of their time painting and just doing awesome hobby project shit and then and or getting into the background or whatever and they spend less time actually playing like playing isn't like as much of a thing but they do love the background and they do like. You know, just the the models and that sort of thing. I find, I think there's a, there's a large proponent of people where the game is just kind of like, yeah, I like the you know the game's fun, I like playing it and talking to people and hanging out. But yeah, the, the talking to people and hanging out bit is is the main thing. Like I think there's definitely and just having having like and you know picking up some painting awards and that sort of thing. Um, and there's definitely people in the heresy community that like that, um, which is really yeah, good. And also like you guys. Uh... I think I have a strong influence over the community with um like the whole narrative part. Like I feel like you guys talk about a lot of really cool shit on your cast, and um, yeah. not not to mention the the Centurion rule set that you guys made up. That's pretty fucking prolific at this point. Yeah, well, that's the thing because we spend so much time talking about it, uh, and specifically talking about it in sort of like a a way that people can understand, I guess, rather than just saying a whole bunch of stats all the time and that sort of shit. I I, there is obviously times when all we do is to say numbers, three plus, four plus, four plus. Oh, he's dead. Instant death. <laughs> um, there is a lot of that. But yeah, explaining sort of, uh, because we're talking slowly, like it gives you time to think while you're actually talking because you're like trying to, that's what I find. I find if I'm talking too fast, then I don't have time to think. But when I'm actually thinking while I'm talking, I just come up with suddenly like an idea, like so many fucking crazy ideas I've had while we've been talking, while we've been on the show, like the hashtag hard for heresy, which has over 50,000 posts in it now mm-hmm. that came up like, while we were think while we were talking, um, uh, like the sign off fucking fully painted is for closers came, came like when we first started recording, I was like, uh, I was like, okay, how are we going to do the intro? And then once I was saying the intro, I was like, oh man, we should fucking totally just make like a weird fucking Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross reference at the end of the show. Um, you know, like shit like that. It's, it all just comes up while you're talking. And Centurion, that's just, you know, either right before the show, we'll just sit down. Like if I haven't seen Michael all week or whatever, we just sit down and just watch some like live leak videos and just get like pumped for the show. And then we'll just start saying shit. And I think one time the way Centurion came up, I'm pretty sure it was just, it was like we we're having a convo about like new people coming in with just buying like a two Kalthbox army and then turning up and then just like, the dude with like two Achilles and a Typhon and a fucking, you know, two squads of fucking uh, Volcanic Culverins just shoots him off the table. And uh, and we were like, yeah, because, and, and the reason that happened is because the early people, when we got into it, the, we, we, were, we wanted to play like the points that they were talking about in the book, you know, 3K or whatever. Um, but you had to, to, to bulk that many points. You had to, basically vehicles was the easiest thing because yep. like, like the points, points per per dollar so it was way better rather than infantry so we all had just like huge fleets of vehicles so when nubs turned up they would just be like oh oh gee gee willikers like these tanks are just fucking up all my infantry (laughs) 
Um, so that's when the Centurion idea came up. Was just like we, we were just like, man, it should be. Imagine if we could just play like army. If everyone just played armies like back in Second Ed, back in the in the Second Edition, like White Dwarf fucking battle reports, where it's like one dread, five Terminators, two times ten tactical Marines, and a heavy weapon squad and a land speeder. You know, like those sort of armies. And then we yeah. were like, why don't we just fucking do that? So then we just came, we basically just came up with it and just kept talking about it and talking about it. And then I typed it up into a document and then we just posted it online and went, hey, people, here's the Centurion thing we keep <laughs> talking about. So we just created our own narrative, basically, and then just pushed it until lots of people started just playing it everywhere. And now and everyone's crunk for it. Some of the best games as well, if you want to play a fast game, 1500 Centurion, knock yeah. that out easily under... So, if you're like a fast person, you can get it done in like an hour and a half. I absolutely love the fact that you guys went back there like second ad and it's just like, you know, because yeah. there's a lot yeah. of people that join the hobby and like for us, like we're, we're really building the community and kind of following in your footsteps. And it's kind of cool because like that format allows people to get into it because you're not having, yeah. you can buy that box that's now discontinued thanks to GW. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. And like, and you buy that, and you could basically play a, a very simple game, and it's still fun and it's quick. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And, and that's the thing, like, you, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't. Games Workshop doesn't care about creating a community for you. They just don't care. Like, if you're if you uh, are at a school, they'll send your school like again boxes and shit. Apparently. <laughs> but if you're not like a child, like a small child, if you're in your 30s, for example, Games Workshop doesn't care what fucking scene you play on. They don't care. Man, child, you. but yeah, yeah, still a child. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you, you need to you need to do that. We need to do that ourselves, and that's you know we're just fucking just being at that basically. Like just get it done, man. Like, um. So yeah, and, and that's where sort of a lot of the podcast sort of like it turned into that basically is just like getting people on who are at events, finding out what was good and what wasn't. How easy was it? How hard was it? You know, what was what was any any issues you ran into? Who were the and then and then the, who who's the cool dude in your area? You know, who's the, who are the cool dudes that run fucking heresy in your area? Try and track them down. Fucking talk to those guys. Um, you know, just trying to expose. And, and and then we spent a lot of time, probably like the middle years, maybe because I think we're up to almost a fourth now. Maybe the middle years were pretty much just like going. We're, we're reaching out to all the podcasts worldwide and just talking to people all around the around the globe basically and just being like hey what's going on man what's going on in, in your hood yeah, um, and then watching the other podcast grow as well like uh in in and which is which has been awesome as well like supporting and, and like everyone just, all, all the podcasts sort of supporting each other as well which has been has been good as they've, as they've come online sort of thing we've tried to do interviews with them get them on share share listeners and that sort of thing yeah. no i mean we're, you know we're never ending pretty- tasks you got to admit, so when we found out that you were coming on, thanks to Psycho Chris, he was like, Tim from <laughs> I of Horus is coming on. And Shane was like, I have to book the day off. He's like, I'm, <laughs> he's like yeah. He, he like, he responded, he's like, I have to book the day off. Like, this was like a big <laughs> thing for everyone. Yeah. I'm glad you got a day off work. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so you know, for 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 us, like you know, we we've seen everything you've done. Like, um, I joined the thirty k global calendar event, which you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, which is awesome. It brings every heresy player kind of in together and you can post your events and let people in the world know what's going on with heresy. Because yeah. the problem is like especially around by us, like heresy is like the, the ugly stepchild. Like there's a couple of people to play it, but other than that, it's like yeah. so when we ran our event at Mythicos, they were like, We didn't even realize that many play- people played heresy. Yeah. Like, it was like a big shock to them. Heresy yeah. players come out of the woodwork in this area, and uh, that was one nice thing about because uh, uh, I I was we you were out at Adepticon uh, earlier this year, and uh, yes. I was running I was running the Cometh the Red Angel table, and that was the one cool thing about being there and just seeing how many fucking players were there. It was like oh, holy yeah. shit, man! It was it was intense, and not even that, but like everybody treats each other like you've no- not like you've known each other forever, but everybody's like super chill. No one's like stuck up or anything. And that's yeah, pr- pretty yeah, amazing like, part. Were you there on the Thursday night when everyone like was like arriving? And yep. it was just like insane, fucking piss up. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, people just kept coming up and just going like, here, uh, whatever's in your glass, quickly swill it. And then I'm going to pour some more of this just from this mystery bottle in. <laughs> Yeah, and then Friday. I can not believe it. You guys were walking Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know my limits. Luckily, I know like where to stop. But yeah, Freddie the Sweet arrived, and within like twenty minutes, I reckon he was like from three to shit bag. Completely <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, was bad. He lost his phone, and then yep. yeah, I, I spent about an hour just walking around asking people shit. Went up, went up to JP's room and checked in there with Mark. But he had not, not, couldn't find it. And then he just found it next day, just in a corridor, just on the <laughs> ground. And he picked it up and turned it on. And he was just like, oh, cool. I'm going to get my phone back. I'm like, well, what? <laughs> that's, how drunk, that's how drunk Freddy the Sweet was. But yeah, it was awesome, man. It was a fucking crazy, like, uh, JP was like, stay, like up all night, like painting models as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he wrote his list on that fucking Miller High Life uh, case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Part of a oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those was good times, man. That was fucking fun. Like uh, that was great. Yeah, J- JP. Actually, yeah, no, no, no. yeah. No, he, JP's the. Uh, so I I started listening to their podcast first, actually, and uh, they were like, "Oh, if you're listening to us and you're not listening, I have Horace. Then what the fuck's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Well, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. I never heard of these guys. <laughs> I started listening. That's how I found your guys' podcast. And uh, oh, okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, it's been good, man. Like the. Yeah, we, it, it's and, and I mean, even with all the sort of uh, people fucking being pissed off about prices and then this and then that and then f- facts and all that sort of shit, mm-hmm. like I uh, like it's stayed. It's either stayed steady or increased over the whole time. So even when we like people have just been, I'm not fucking playing 30k. I'm still going to listen to Ihurus, but I'm not playing 30k. <laughs> or uh, and also just new people coming in and and that sort of thing. Like it, we still get messages all the time from people going, "Hey, I just started listening." Uh, to the whole, I listened to your latest episode, and now I've gone back and I'm listening to all like 148 episodes. So I'm like three episodes in. I'm like, oh god, why are you doing that? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, listening to all this like out of date info as well, like with all the or like your or your first episode. Whew, was... Yeah, and there's literally three. There's three Mechanicum fucking things, and yep. the third one being like three episode, like nine hours long. Don't listen to the first four hours, please. That's silly. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, there's this dude in our area. Because um, I spent a long time getting uh, guys to play 30k in my area, and uh, the one dude was like, he was like, "What do I do for Mechanicum?" And I'm I'm a World Eaters player, so I was like, I, I don't I don't know. And you guys just dropped your Mechanicum 
what the hell did you guys call it? Demystifying the Mechanicum. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I was like, you dropped that episode. And I was like, you need to listen to this. And from there, it, it was neat to see him go from running just like complete shit and, and not knowing what to do with his army and getting trashed every time. And then you, you guys were dropping these episodes and watching him like take the advice and put the practice, yeah. put the tactics into practice and then just start pushing my shit in. And I was like, well, fuck me. Okay. Not recommending that one again. It was good. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah, and no, Mechanicum's so good, man. I'm glad, like, if that's, like, one fucking goal uh, I feel like I've achieved is, like, educating people on how good the Mechanicum is, because it's, like, just so fucking great. So much better than gun pigs. Dude, the Mechanicum are OP. They're, they're <laughs> ridiculous. And in certain songs, some of their models are just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, and all the models look fucking, in, like, insanely good as well. That's the other thing. Like, it's, not as good as the Sol. I still think a Solar Ox army is like the pinnacle of fucking. Just like someone has a full Solar Ox army, I'm like, ooh, look at this yeah. guy. Yeah, that's uh, that's how you pull the babes. Check out my fully painted Solar Ox army. Oh, that is Solar Ox is the most expensive, right? I think that is. Yeah, yeah, by far. Yeah. In yeah. terms of like performance, probably. Yeah. I mean, if you go for tons of fucking twenty man, the twenty man squads, which you're meant to, sort of thing. If you know what I mean. But yeah. Pretty cool. it kind of i mean along these lines though unless you guys unless you you're keep going i was gonna say it's a pretty good segue into chris's question there or uh yeah chris yeah yeah so i have uh basically i love the tech thralls i fucking love them i think they're some of the coolest models for some reason and um i want to have a mechanicum list based off of tech thralls um so i was talking to a Runestorm Chris about it the other day and Mongo. <laughs> uh, Mongo. Come on. Mongo. Um yeah. actually fucking Mongo. Get it right. Jeez. You forgot the gulp. You got got a gulp in there first. Are you, are you gonna call my mom and tell her <laughs> stuff? Um I'll just roll over and tell her. I'll pull the pillow oh, off her face. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's she's already seriously disappointed in you. <laughs> She's not. Well, I mean, she's not disappointed in me, but yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad you guys are getting in on that. I'm I'm happy for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were right. It, it is good. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm proud of you guys for for outdoing me on the your mom stuff. I really am. But um, yeah, she's pretty yeah. proud too. Oh God, he keeps keeps going with it. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, man. Like, I just wanted to. Best way to use thralls? Yeah, well, it depends. Like, do you want them to be like? I do have a. Th I've got a thrall army where I have a hundred thralls. Nice. And they all like. Uh, and uh, and I've got some like transports for like. Them. <coughs> and then I've got, and I've got like uh your um. Whoosh. Sorry, just knocked over some PVA glue here. That's not good. That's not a euphemism either. Knocking over the PVA. It's not. Um, and I've got some some Karaknos as well. So I've got this army. It's basically all in Triaros or Karaknos, and or and they're all thralls, and like a whole bunch of them just run on foot and just run forward like in Dune, and then the and then that sort of tanks drive up, and, and then I've got some outflanking uh, Vorax as well because I imagine the it's like a Lacrimata force. If you look at the the tree, like the how the Mechanicum set up, there's like a there's like the Magos Lacrimata, and they're all about just like 
um, basically selling human flesh for different reasons, slaves or servitors or whatever. Um, and th- also those dudes are responsible for just like massive thrall hosts. Um, so that's, that's, that's what the armies that are based around is just like, you know, the Vorax are used for culling humans, you know, that get out of control. So I imagine they also use them in, in battle. Um, and then just like, uh, you know, cr- big transporters that can sort of like drive forward and dump out guys. It's not very good because there's n- barely any anti-tank in the army. You just have to usually, when I have run it, I've run it a few times where I haven't considered anti-tank at all in my plans. And then I've gotten into like a 2,500 or a 3,000 point battle and just realized like I have to ram the enemy to actually kill them. That's not fucking usually good. Um, but yeah, like it's, uh, it, it's pretty striking. I think, do you, it, so you've got 90 thralls. So that's, you make four, are they all, what are they equipped with? Are they all last locks? It's, it's literally 50 50. I mean, I could get more, but it's literally 50 50. So yeah, I was thinking it'd be cool to have a bunch with like transports or have a shitload of like dudes slowly marching forward with like a bunch of robots that just charge in. But, um, yeah, basically just take whatever you suggest. Well, it depends uh, what tanks you want as well. Like, do you want tanks or do you want to just go automata? automata? Because you can pretty much go like automata. Well, is a pretty cool, cool idea. It's well, just, you just if you look in the if you look in the Discord chat, what Chris posted that what he recently painted, I love the choo choo train looking fucking tanks. Yeah, yeah, it's the crackman. Yeah. I love so the like, description I, right there. The yeah, the choo choo train. train. I fucking love those models. Those are some of my favorite um, fucking heresy models ever fucking made. Uh, probably some of my favorite fucking sculpts like ever created. I just fucking love them. So like, if those, I don't, I don't know shit about them either. So if something like that's like a transport, the more yeah, the better. But, yeah. Okay. Well, you basically want exactly the army that I just that I described earlier. So you want to have uh, a whole bunch of triaros. Uh, which is the non sort of, which is just the transport version. Still got a twin link Mauler cannon, like what is on a basic uh, Castellax. Actually, no, it's a twin linked version of that. So it's like range 24, strength 6, AP 3. So you can just shoot down, like, do, 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 shoot down a bunch of people with those. And then the RAM on the front is really fucking good. It's on the, both the Krakenos and the Triaros. And it's basically like you count as armor value 15 for ramming, which means when you do a RAM, you do a strength 9 hit. And then you also, and then the the ram also has a shock prow, which does a haywire hit as well. So if there's a dreadnought on two hull points, you can just ram into it, and you've got a good chance of just fucking it up. Like boom, destroyed. Um, you can also ram when you do a uh, when you go through unit, do a tank shock through units. You do d6 strength six hits to the unit as well. So if you ram, and if you ram them sort of drive through with three vehicles in like a wall, they have to get the fuck out of the way, and they take three d6 strength six hits, which can just be like a you know kill a bunch of dudes as well um and then nice. if you've got i've got a whole bunch of heavy of chain blade thralls heavy chain blade thralls which i've um modified up from uh the mitra lock guys basically just cut the barrel and shit off the mitra lock so it's just the, basically an arm with a big battery pack and then just attach mm-hmm. like chainsaw uh just chainsaw basically i've tried to get as many double-sided chainsaws from the old chaos chainsaw sprue as i could but <laughs> Um, a whole bunch of chainsaws on them, and they're, and and uh, they're pretty good because they're strength six, AP four in close combat. But there's no assault vehicles available to Mechanicum, so usually you know it's pretty hard to deploy them. You got to dump them out a turn early, and then hope the enemy just sort of stays where you're gonna be able to assault them. That sort of thing. That sounds but, um, fucking awesome. But then yeah, like I'll, I'll send you pictures. 
Yeah, dude, I'd love to see that shit. Yeah, if you go to IFR's Instagram, you might have to go back a bit. I'll find a few. I'll send you a link. Um, but yeah, the the, the army looks pretty de- looks pretty cool because it's just like all those like proud vehicles. And then on top of that, you can chuck in a couple of knights to make up points. You could chuck in fucking super heavy, like any of the crazy fucking Mechanicum super heavies, or a, uh, you know whatever, whatever the fuck. There's tons of fucking crazy um, super heavies uh, available to Mechanicum, and people don't really mind if you take like an Atropos or something in 2,500 points if the rest of your army doesn't have much anti-tank. Because it's the only sort of thing running at them. That's the thing. So, yeah. And then just... uh, Yeah. (coughs) I mean, you could add an automator as well. I I just like the idea when I do a... Like a... Like a... Like a... You know, Panzer Grenadier style army where everyone's in vehicles. I like to have everyone in vehicles. And then I don't like having, you know, just movement sick shit with that because they'll just drive off and be like, see you later. We're going like eighteen inches a turn. Uh, hopefully, you just you're just running six plus D six. Like, okay, cool. We'll catch up with you in the next waypoint. Like, Castellex guys. Yeah. Make sense. Yeah. So, but you know, having knights, knights can keep up with, uh, especially Sarastas with their great big long legs. They can keep up with a with a tank born army. Like, fuck yeah! That sounds the, awesome. Love the Sarastas models. Yeah, yeah, especially the AT ones. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just I just did a poll on them because I was like, um, uh, who? Somebody was asking me about um, the, uh, about the, the you know the armages. They were like, oh, which night? Yep. Which night should I get to go with my armages? And I'm like, I don't know. I wonder which ones look better. So I did a post a poll saying like, who? Which ones go better with armager, uh, Sarastus or Questorus? And it's like four votes for Questorus and like fifty votes for. For, for the for the said uh whatever the the Sarastus. and I was like, are people just voting for Sarastus because they're the best? And it's just like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it's funny because they're even better in uh, Titanicus too, but that's a very loose term when it comes to knights. <laughs> well, yeah, have you run them? Like, are they... Yeah. All right. So before we get into the Titanicus section, <laughs> yeah, let's because I, yeah. I want to ask you about Titanicus, and I, I have some pretty strong opinions on knights. If you haven't listened to the podcast, I think they're absolute garbage. But yep, hot shit. <laughs> I'm, Wait, I'm in gonna... terms of what? In terms of the fluff or the rules? No, nah, no. Nah, well, the way they play, they're just it. terrible. We'll just save that. We'll continue on this path, <laughs> and then we'll we'll hit you on Titanicus towards the end because I got. Me and Shane are balls deep in Titanicus at this point. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm really in, I'm really uh Titanic curious at the moment. Um, yeah, put more engine kill out, by the way. God damn. Oh uh, yeah, no, I've I've recorded some with uh so Michael John from the Monoville here. I've recorded mm-hmm. a chat with him. Good. And uh, that's gonna go as soon as Peter Lamb is on holidays, we're gonna record some more as well. Yeah. And, and in the next ep- the next ep that's coming out. Uh, Spence comes on, and we just have like a drunken. Uh, we go through the uh, the timeline out of the new Titanicus, yeah. the engine wars yep. of the thirty. Yeah, we go through that and just like talk about all the the cool fucking battles and crazy shit that goes on there too. So that's pretty oh, nice. Good bit, yeah. Nice. Where are you saying, Lewis? Go ahead. No, uh, well, Titanicus. I you know we'll get to that in a minute. Let's just continue on this part first. So. <laughs> Um, you know, from what you've been able to create, 
with the podcast and the community, we were obviously trying to replicate this, you know. Um, for someone who's looking to get into 30K, how, how were you able to create such a good community in your local Mesa, um, which helped push the... I guess the podcast benefited from that because you have such a good local Mesa. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just because uh, Queensland dudes are fucking awesome. Basically, like our state is the best state in Australia, and <laughs> have all the best dudes pretty much. Like I don't know, I, like we can't. We definitely uh, there's definitely people who who told us you know they listened to us and then they came and came to events and 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 started getting into it sort of thing. But mostly it was just everyone was just really like I, I think over here as well in Australia at one point before the great skyrocketing. <laughs> that there was um it was cheap. it was actually cheaper to buy like a mark 2b resin and plastic land raider kit than it was to buy from forge world and get it sent from the other side of the fucking world through the car uh <laughs> than it was to basically go and buy a land raider from games workshop a store like a plastic mm-hmm. land raider. Yeah. so everyone already had a ton of forge world and so we were all balls deep in forge world like we'd, we we you know, bad ab wars. We never actually played it, but we were fucking. We'd all, we'd just go through those books all the time. Be like, yeah, fuck, we should fucking do this. We should fucking do it. Um, but yeah, there was just a whole bunch of people. Sort of, I don't know. Maybe the timing was just right. Adam Wiseman's like, and um, was one of the started. He just ran like an event every quarter, and then other groups sort of ran events in between, and then we ran some events as well. And then they started growing, sort of started being run sort of all over the country. And then, yeah, and then we did some traveling and that sort of thing. And then there's a big one in ACT, Act of Heresy, every year now. Um, so we get onto that. It's good, man. Like, I, I don't know. People just really got into it. I, like, there is definitely people who came into the com- community and, to- and because of us. But, like, most, like, there was just a lot of fucking dudes who were just like, don't play games, man. Let's do it. Fucking start running shit. Kind of just dug up the underground, then is what you're. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was such a small. That's the best thing. Because it was such a small community, and no one. That that's one of the things I noticed from those old Australian fantasy ones was like they would call people out and talk about people, and then people knew sort of like in their area who the guy was, you know. Yeah. They could talk to. And so that yeah, yeah. the dealer ones. Yeah, so we do that all the time. You know, we just talk shit about some dude. In some area to say some crazy shit, you know. We don't know who the fuck. Maybe we haven't even met him. Like most of, we never met most of the people at Adepticon until we actually got there, you know. Um, <laughs> but we'd say, yeah, just sort of talking about people, and so people sort of think like, oh, that's that guy. And it's not like making someone famous sort of thing, but people who are into 30k and Make- who are listening in that area might be like, oh, yeah, I know who that guy is now, you know. So, yeah, you make them feel comfortable with that person without ever actually meeting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's and that's why we tried to get as many people on who ran events as possible because number one, they could tell people how they ran an event and what they did, and hopefully that sort of like after a few of those, it talks you into running one in your area. And also that person after talking about their event, it's like you know you're more likely to be like oh yeah that does sound cool like everything's painted fucking people aren't fucking whack faggots you know i can go down there i won't get molested yeah, yeah. that guy doesn't sound like a total psycho there's um, no australians at this event sounds great yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and then they can wow. just go and, and fucking like, hang out you know so i don't know like it's, <clears throat> it, it's good, man. like it's 
like the podcast medium is really cool, I think, because you can just fucking keep talking forever and ever, I guess. It just lets you <laughs> get all the talking done. Um I I just like it, man. I like so, how it's sort of I like the wild westness of it. The bars, like if I have to go to a bar, if I have to if I have to go and drink at a bar, well back when I was working in the city, you know, I always like the dive bars. I like the sort of like the you know, not fucking glossy you know, like yeah. professionally produced radio and that sort of shit. I hate that fucking shit. I, that's what I liked about podcasts is like people just be it's just normal dudes fucking talking about stuff. It's not like it just it's it's not all like pre processed fucking thirty second clips. It's like you actually and with the rules, I think it really helps with a game that has lots of rules because you can there's tons of stuff to talk about and you can read through some rules, you know, and then sort of like discuss them and then give people ideas and that sort of shit. And I mean we get ideas just while we're talking as well, you know, like so mm. it's a good medium. I actually had that uh same so before we did uh, uh before you came on and we were recording this episode. So we you know actually stealing from your earlier work like my kind of suggestion was to have as many people on as possible the local community to kind of help bolster it up and i think it's it's definitely helped the east coast of america uh, 30k scene grow a little bit but we had a, a guy on and while he was talking i was like wouldn't it be cool if they took the titanicus rule set for like void shields on like a warlord and like the structure points and the things that happen and implement that into like say a tank or a vehicle on a regular game yeah like i just i was like sitting there i was like oh that idea has just come to me i think that'd be excellent to implement and then shane's mentioned about monstrous creatures having a uh, table similar to a vehicle instead of the current rules to help you know that was during the discussion so it's it's like a crazy concept but you really do come up with these ideas just bsing with people yeah yeah and the other thing is like yeah i think like this hobby especially like fantasy obviously is where i noticed but like obviously in in heresy even more so in some ways uh the the hobby being such a big thing you've got a you've got a captive audience as well because you just sell it as like oh well while you're painting what are you doing just sitting there with your own fucking retard thoughts don't do that (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a fucking shit so uh, you've got you've got a captive audience because so many people just paint like and we get messages if we haven't put, dropped an episode in, in in a while someone's like hey 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 when when's the next shit i can't paint stuff unless i'm listening to you guys talk like <laughs> what, what the fuck am i meant to do i've got all these got all this sec matter to paint you know like um so it's yeah it, it it's uh yeah exactly what you said man um you come up with ideas and you can i reckon that's a good thing to do if you run like centurion if you want to run like the old vehicle rules like in second ed i don't know, don't know if you remember second ed vehicle rules but i had do. a whole card with different areas and you, depending where you hit had different shit so you could still destroy a vehicle by hitting a sponson and then causing a flashback into the main hull which then did a, some other thing you could still feasibly do that but each area had its own armor value to penetrate and that sort of thing and i think it, it at a centurion fifteen hundred point level, you could probably get away with putting that into the rules without it being too fucking outrageous. But as soon as you got a three thousand point game, fucking good luck. <laughs> no, it it would be out of control, but like yeah, it's, it's unplayable. Um, I've actually drifted more towards the uh, the smaller side of uh, the point games. I feel like they're a little bit quicker, a little bit more fun, and I think. Uh, 
Mongo can kind of just agree with me on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Z- Zone Mortalis? Yeah, you're talking about Zone Mortalis? Oh, I love that. Especially doing like Player Unknown, where you have the markers and you're kind of like, you know. So. Oh, yeah, the blips, yeah, yeah. You know, for me, like the smaller point games are where it's it's at, and I I like the fact that you guys you push the centurion, and we we've actually pushed it at our event because we like it so much. So, oh yeah, it's, oh dude, it's crazy to think like when I think yeah when I think back about that like that the yeah we we started just getting messages, people asking us to send us the rule thing. I posted it on our Facebook and stuff. We talked about it on the show, obviously, but then like when events started running it and we're just like everyone's like yeah i'm going to centurion event and i'm like whoa it's fucking crazy because i mean where we came up with uh maybe i think we dropped the rules earlier but geigen hive our first really big event that we ran that's mm-hmm. where we had frontline games which were you know 2500 plus we had centurion games which were dense tables with centurion rules and then we had zm and I don't know, since the start, since the very first event, Anywhere in the World, which I believe is Anywhere in the World, which is back in 2013, or, oh no, sorry, it's early 2014, which I, no one's fucking told me that this isn't the case, but the very first event, it was thousand point games on four by fours, and there was also a ZM table there. So, as long back as you can go into the heresy, history of heresy, gaming, ZM has been there, and there's been ZM tables at pretty much every event. You know, uh, that the we won't run at least. So, yeah, we, we're all about running sort of like multi, multi sort of, uh, multi point, multi point sort of a smaller sort of style. So you can have ZM, you can have Centurion, you have that, this and that. And now Titanicus has come along. Like, we were just, you know, fucking, I'm just, I've got two, uh, Warhammer 30k tables. Uh, sorry, Epic 30k tables, so I just put those out, and now people can play Titanicus. It's like... So, actually, like... this segues me into my next question. It's kind of like, so we, now as a heresy community, we have Centurions, Omar Palace. I would even put it, uh, Titanicus into this. At your yep. events, you're pretty well known for, like, linking them together. Like, how how do you come up with that? Okay, well, you can find out all about our last event, which is the first one where we've integrated them together on our yep. next episode when it's coming out. But basically the short of it is that's that's why I went with the tile system. So previously all our events, and I mean, we ran a few Warhammer Fantasy events as well, the same way, where you would just basically, you got a scoreboard and loyalists and traders. Uh, obviously back in the, we were, when we were doing Fantasy, each person had their own little scoreboard. Um, but then just, you just got bulk points from your games. So if you play a game, a basic game against some guy and you get, two and he gets one and you win then it's two points on the table or or if somebody gets like a rolls the fucking mission uh i think it's bad blood or something the one where you get extra points for certain units you can get like 27 to one so it's like yeah massive fucking victory you know? um so and we, we found that works pretty well but when it comes to titanicus integrating that i was like eh, fuck how do we do that like how does the point system work so I was like, okay, well, we'll use the tiles. Let's go to the tiles. The tiles are really easy to do because it's just win, loss, draw. Um, nice. So I, I think like for a for a big event where you've got more than like, I think like a good event is like a if you want to have lots of narrative, you want to have um, NPCs and relic hunting and um, uh, su- subquest tables and like heroic deed points and all that sort of shit. Like we've like we run at some of our events. I reckon you want to have about 12 to 16 people, like definitely under 20 people. 
for that. Okay. And then you just work it. And then you play Shadow Wars. You just work it off the bulk points. You can ha- come up with custom missions. You can do all your like full crazy shit for that. But when you've got more than twenty, when you're going like twenty-four, thirty sort of people, thirty plus, uh, I, I'm sort of erring. I'm. Uh, I think I'll, I'll be using the tile system just because it's like win loss draw. It's way easier to keep track of. And then it's because uh, it's less granular, but it means that you can just have like sprawling rooms filled with dudes playing games that are on their own terms, and just like all I need to know is win loss draw, so I can adjust, you know, adjust a counter on the on the hex map basically. And then the, yeah. and then that gives people the freedom to play like whatever crazy shit they want, you know, long front whatever. So to be honest, uh, so our one of our events uh, that we ran probably our first. Uh, it was pretty crazy trying to keep hold of victory points and trying to equivalent that to what that battle meant. So the the win loss draw definitely makes sense. Yeah, simplifies it. It just it it's. Also, one one thing that I forgot to add before when we were talking about Centurion was the uh, our um <clears throat> someone assembling Legos or something. That might be me. That's Sorry, all right. it's all good. Um. <laughs> For We're our events, up. we actually, or the our first event, um, it was a three thousand point event. But we actually allowed people um, who didn't have three thousand point armies that were fully painted to bring a thousand points of Centurion. So they would do like multiple Centurion games at the same time as um, the uh, three thousand point game. So it was just one little like useful way of Centurion that I wanted to point out, but. Yeah, not to, yeah. I think not to divert backwards too far. You know? That's good. Like, so I've just got, I've, I've just like the whole of the last week, and like I was saying to Chris, like, uh, I'm very busy this week because I've literally got fucking Skype calls to people all around the world, uh, all around Australia, and other people. You know, um, I, I've just gone all around to all the sort of capital cities and spoken to people, and most events are running, are moving to like a morning sesh, lunchtime, afternoon sesh, and then you can organize you know what game you want to play in that sesh so you've got like three hours and if you in the first one and then you can go into lunch and then you know three hours and then or maybe you know you usually go late at a at a if you've hired a hall you can usually go a little bit late um i think and i think most people just would rather finish finish play a game all the way through to the end than sort of like play more games but be hurried for all three games Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that i hate and or having to end a game because the TO walks over to you and they're like, "All right, whatever turn you're on, finish it now. You're done." Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, fuck me! I was just about to fuck your shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was doing that at our event. I, I, would, I would give people like a like two hour, one hour, half hour. Okay, you got about fifteen minutes. I need a result. You got ten minutes. I need a result. I've got, you've got five minutes. <laughs> there was always a game. And there was always games. Sort of like, I, I think people just. And, and that's the vibe that we picked up on is people would just rather just finish their games rather than so so a morning session and an afternoon sesh. But it doesn't that doesn't mean you can only play one game in each sesh. If you're a fucking and you're playing someone else who's like a like I know if I play like Tom Gould for example, like him and I can just smash out a game really fast because it's just like just dice ready to go. And from years of fantasy, like you know. Um, but then if I'm playing against someone who's a new guy, I might just be like, okay, cool. Let's just fucking, we've got three hours to play this game. Let's take it easy and just talk shit. Yeah. So, so actually, you, you might, you might, and having the ZM there as well means you, you could finish the Centurion game and be like, oh, we've got an hour to go. Do you want to smash out a thousand point 
ZM. Like, and then yeah, let's do it. So actually, that was my point. I was gonna kind of question you on is: Do you find that new people require more time compared to like people who have played a bunch of games? Uh, depend depends how new they are, and depends. In the old days, most of the new people were coming from Warhammer 40k, so they already knew how to play seventh ed. If they're coming back from eighth ed, like even then, you know, it's not you, you don't figure out rules. You gotta play fucking second ed Dungeons and Dragons, and you know, I might fuck up a few things here and there, but I haven't played second ed Dungeons and Dragons forever. But I still like, you know, it's not even. I don't. Know, I don't find that I forget whole entire rule sets, you know, and the premise of fucking games, like. Saying that oh, after you, you know, I've played too much eighth that I can't go back to seventh. I don't know how it plays. That sounds <laughs> some fucking. You can. You'll remember how to use your brain. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember how to use actual tactics. Oh my god, yeah. But but the movement phase is critical. So much more critical. That's why your arm facing doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so much more tactical, man. That's why if you roll for first turn and get it. You win eighty-seven percent of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I love when the people are like, "Oh, that—that's not true." No, I experienced that. Literally, didn't even take my first turn. The guy—that's <laughs> how bad I got smashed when I was trying eighth, and I was like, "Nope, nice, <laughs> not the game for me." <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, hey. oh, the other thing is that that uh, that I picked up from going talking to all the Australian sort of event runners and shit is there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, at least Canberra and Sydney at certain events during the year are going to be Xenos friendly as well. So, <gasps> oh, that's a good addition. Necrontier. Ne- wait. Oh, that's right, because you're convinced that the Necrontier are uh, part of the Rangdon, right? Well, even if even if they aren't, they're definitely around, because they're around for 30 million years early. Yeah, but they I thought they were just waking up in 40k. That was their whole thing, or did GW wreck on that? Uh, no, no, no. Every now and then they do wake up. As well as right. that, there's Catan that are just like freelance dudes. Right, and there's some that wake up, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's also those, you know, like the Triarch Praetorians, they're like mm-hmm. the king. Those dudes are around, so I mean they can they have the ability to sort of like turn up at a tomb world and be like, Hey, we're gonna need a bunch gonna need a raiding party. These fucking blood angels are poking around. Gonna That's what they just joined for. Yeah, they're the they're blood friends. angel carry yeah, they then the blood <laughs> angel carries them and they do a little rub and tug and then they're buddies. Yeah, I want to do Corsairs there, man. The Corsair list from uh, the My Mirror book is fucking <laughs> shit hot. It's so good, man. Like, all era Elder who just fucking won't give up. Just like, no, always got to be pillaging. I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, make like psychers and demon summoners. Fucking all kinds of crazy shit. It's really good. Hmm. I'm looking forward to that. You know. To be honest, I would add Xenos to our event if really? anyone wanted to play it. I do. They were around. You can't say they weren't around. You know what I mean? They weren't. Okay. You know, you know what I really want to add to our event is the if we like could Delta? add Xeno. Uh, yeah, yeah. The one that your mom uses. I, was gonna, I had a better one that I was going to say, but I just. <laughs> no, I, to- I but, totally um, just derailed you. Yeah, go for it. It's okay, <laughs> but um. Like I want to get the um, the King Fluff book and actually use like the Mega Arachnids. And really? All the yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I think that sounds awesome, personally. But yeah, I think like so. Eastman like, three, fucking like you know, Claw says at Eastman three. I don't think that's a good idea. Fucking you know, Eastman five, and also there's Necrons. That's not a good idea. But 
if you go through book four, uh, sorry, book six, and read all the <clears> Shadow Wars background, yeah. where the Shadow Wars is like, you know, like as soon as as soon as they find, as soon as word gets out that just like most of the military has fucking caught a whole bunch of the uh, of the military and slaughtered them, and now that military is like, let's run the fucking pla- let's run the galaxy. Like once they once all that shit, once word gets out and everyone just goes, oh fuck, and starts like centralizing militaries and shit. All everywhere shit goes down. Like, all the Eldar are like, oh goody goody, let's fucking start harvesting man flesh. And like all the Xenos that have been like fucked on for ages and are hiding out in like nebulas and shit are all just like, oh yeah, time to fucking rock. Those dudes are all just coming about. So in a Shadow Wars milieu where you've got like when like I, I can't think of anything fucking cooler than like Eldar Corsairs and Black Shields fighting on a fucking <laughs> like a space hulk for some ancient relic or some shit. Like just like gotta get the edge, gotta get this fucking thing. That's fucking cool. Like I love the idea of that. Or Solar Ox versus like just be like, oh shit, we found this maiden world and then just like Harlequins fucking slaughtering them. Like that kind of shit's fucking awesome. Um but, you know, as long as you sell it as that, like this is a Shadow Wars event it's not like a it's not your usual sort of rock up with typhons and stuff event well how about a uh, relic hunt on a space hulk with maybe or maybe not infested by orcs you know that's yeah, another exactly. one that you could have in there just some like blank orc npcs in there that yeah. pop up when you go into a room you know yeah, that might, might not be at the I, next event you don't know that's a great idea actually you could incorporate some kind of mechanic too where it's like you think you're going against a traitor legion, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope, uh, actually it's Eldar Raiders, and your information was fucked. Well, think about this, right? Imagine if a special rule for your campaign was that an Eld, sorry, a, an Alpha Legion army <clears throat> could just be like, uh, yeah, no, actually, we're not going to fight. We've manipulated events so that you're fighting Eldar Corsairs. And then they just put a Corsair table uh, army down, and then you're just like, oh shit, I thought it was fighting Alpha Legion, and now it's fucking Corsair. Now I'm getting like raided. Is the Alpha Legion a fucking manipulated event somehow? Boom, crazy shit like that. It's fucking, yeah. That, that yeah, I'll shit. buy it. All right. Yeah, all right, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so the other thing is, with the tile system... <laughs> I just encouraged it. You get a couple, a couple of your uh, mates who have an, an orc army or whatever army, and then as part of one of the, t- the tiles, when you, associate, when you send people out to tiles, two of the tables... And tiles, uh, your friends who have like you could go to the orc tile and clear it out until you win on that tile and drive the orcs out, then you can't claim it. So you so there's just like a couple of sort of neutral factions of like just fucking crazy shit, and you just might randomly have to go and play orcs, which is like like totally like you're not prepared for it, but like you know that's war, man. Yeah, man, that's 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 great like twist. I I love it because you know well throughout the heresy there's reference of Xenos uh, creatures and yeah you know, fuck it, yeah. yeah especially that book six man it's all just like there's yeah tons of mentions and even in the new Titanicus book um the the timeline there's a battle where uh one of the legions I think the cockatrices are fucking just smashing the world eaters the world eaters <laughs> have this huge fleet of super heavy vehicles. And they're slugging it out, and there's like a stalemate, and then Eldar Titans come out of out of nowhere, basically, and just slaughter the fucking world eater shit. And they're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and then Legio Mortis show up, they fight their way through, and then they start smashing the Eldar Titans, and then drive them off. So there's like, yeah, even yeah, there's all sorts of crazy shit happening, man. Like the aliens haven't all gone away, and the ones that have recently been fucking punished by the Imperium are driven off into the wastes. 
they're just gonna be like, uh, okay, well, they, they've stopped chasing us and they're all fighting each other. Let's fucking make the biggest use of this as possible, you know? Like reclaim our fucking reclaim some worlds. Since mm-hmm. you mentioned Titanicus, I feel this is a great segment. Yeah, yeah, let's fucking yeah. talk some shit. Yeah, bro. Alright, how far in the uh the spiral of Titanicus are you? Yeah. You like half just the tip, balls deep, halfway through the shaft. Um how far uh, into this pig's head are you? <laughs> um so I have played a couple of games. First game I played with Michael, we basically just like did a read like you know, read through the book while we we're playing, like, okay, so now we do an orders thing. Okay, let's do this. And then I played an event on the weekend. Uh, sorry, I played a game at our event on the weekend, like just a, I had a single uh-huh. ball, a Reaver, and a Warhound. Um, <laughs> but I've been into Engine Wars fucking for ages. Like Titanic, that Titanicus book is fucking awesome. And I've been playing Epic 30K, and I've got uh, three three Reavers for that for Epic 30K. So I've definitely like before Titanicus came out, I was engine killing Peter Lamb's uh, Legion Mortis Titans at Adepticon <laughs> one night. We played like an evening game. I like brought one of his. Uh, I think I shot the fuck out of one of his reavers. Actually, just like hounded it down and blew it apart. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm fucking so so fully talked for fucking engine kills um, and Titan warfare. But I haven't painted my warlord yet, just because I was waiting, man. Like I got really into Necromunda. Like that really got good at about the twelve point uh, twelve month mark. Mm-hmm. Playing tons of that, uh, and I haven't really done anything with Titanicus. I'm just waiting for that campaign book, and then I think that's really gonna like. Oh, Titan Death. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, gonna, it's going to be good. The tires and light the fires. All right. Yeah. So since you haven't really d- dived balls deep into this, I, I have a gripe with uh, knights. Yeah. <clears throat> I think yeah. anyone that's like met me has realized that I have a gripe with them because they're absolutely bloody useless. Yeah, they're fucking shit. <laughs> and like, you you want to play them and, and think they actually do something. And, and, and what ends up happening is they die very quickly. If you're yeah, warlord, literally like, like hey, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it, it's like having a D like it's like when you roll that six on the stomp chart. It's not even like, oh, there's there's literally nothing you could do. It's just gone. Boom. Done. <laughs> so what's the deal? Like you're not using a right Sarastus any better? I've heard Sarastus are much better than the little ones. So I mean, I'm that's like- what they want you to believe. So I actually had this conversation. So hashtag fuck dog then. And I met him the other day, and he brought six of these Sarastus Knights. He's like, they're going to be so amazing. And he's no, telling me all the stats. Not. I'm like, but look at the Warlord's like basic chart. You need sixes just to do a direct hit on them. And he was like, all right, maybe not against Warlords. I was like, well, if someone takes two Warlords, you're just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I Yeah, I faced... Two warlords today. So I played a game uh, earlier today. We did some play testing for Betrayer, and uh, I faced two warlords, two and two reavers. And I ran a warlord, two warhounds, and a reaver. And wait, uh, I'm sorry, a warlord, two reavers, and two warhounds. And man, I got shit on. So hard, not like not in a bad way, but like I just could not keep up with the amount of firepower that was just pumping out of those fucking warlords. And that that's not even taking knights. What what what? Uh, sorry, what were they armed with? Did they have plasmas and shit? Or the warlords were armed with the standard loadout, so bellicoses and missiles. 
Um, and then Jude the Bellas. his was up. Jill Bellas. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm that's all you need. Granted, it helped that he rolled really well. Like he kept rolling, no heat added to his reactor. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And I, like I, sorry, I kept shitting it uh, when it came to everything else. That didn't help, but um, it just fucking smashed everything. I even tried ignoring the warlords and like focusing fire on a reaver, and like it didn't matter. Like I just could not drop anything. <laughs> well, I just spoke to Michael. So Michael John, um, uh, you might know he's been on the show a few times. He's got like some root, like he's uh, a Kerr box, K three R R box on Instagram. He's been painting a whole bunch of knights and uh, titans. He's like super fucking balls deep into it he sent me a message saying that he played a game today which is monday over here this morning or he was in the game i think and he says doo, 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 doo. He's, he, and he ran serastus so he said update on lances they fuck they're fucking awesome they're so tough and he says in terms of how resistant to damage they are in the game i had them with a two plus shield save against vulcan mega boulders uh, then oh, charged yeah. hounds, just killed one, still two alive in the squadron, but it's 250 points versus a 600 point unit. So he said, <sighs> they just ran in and were like, yeah, time to die. And he said, uh, he said, knights are amazing. Only did targeted attacks against the warheads, uh, the warhounds head and skewered the pilot right out of its you know, cockpit thing. So yeah, <laughs> so they, that, that sounds yeah, to, I mean, to me, that sounds like someone got... I mean, you should play Warhounds aggressively, for sure, but that sounds like they got aggressive with their Warhounds against Lancers, and Lancers are going to do that way better. I mean, the Warhounds are made to... You run up, Vulcan Mega Bolter, the shields off, move in the plasma bat, uh, move in with the plasma, switch to maximal fire, and then you just take them down with that. Or at least uh, you maim whatever target you're going after, and then your Reaver Lord finishes them off. Yeah, I don't so know, man. You have a two plus save against that, though. It's just like nice Vulcan mega borders, fuck off, and then charge them. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that's a, I mean, why would you? I would not shoot a Vulcan mega bolter at knights. I mean, that's too weak. Mm. They sh- they're getting their fucking shield on. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Lewis? Well, the Vulcan mega bolter is it's it's real only purpose is pure void shield. Like, yeah, someone has a vulture void shield. Like, you know, I had the argument made to me because uh, hashtag fuck Doc McDan. Is uh, he he made that argument to me. I said, yeah, but I wouldn't use the Vulcan Megabolts to shoot at him. I was like, right. I would use the Volcano Cannon that sits on the Warlords. Yeah, like, you're literally you wrote that up. Action with the game. Yeah. It, I I don't know, man. I know they're pretty nasty if you get them into combat with a Reaver or a Warhounds, but to a Warlords, he would just shrug it off. Like, yeah. he's too strong. Ah. Yeah. yeah, I found the Waller like was so tough. Like even I, I spent like four turns with my shields down. I just couldn't get my fucking couldn't get them back up. Um, but uh, you know, um, uh, even those shields down, just basic sh- little boy weapon fire was just, like doing like just minimal damage. So like, yeah, yeah, it's shit. You just shrug off as a war if it even does more anything more than like a slap, you know. Warlords are ridiculous. Like they, uh, yeah, they, they need some tweaking. But um, so you know, Dad, you know, since you're now into the uh, Adeptus Titanicus, which we kind of ran about a lot on this uh, show right now because uh, me and Shane are pretty into it. 
Yeah, I just, I just pre-ordered the second tile. That thing's fucking sexy. Have you seen the Easter eggs in that, by the way, Tim? No, no, no. What's on there? So uh, the the first tile has the Zyphon, which I think everybody's seen by now. The second tile has a smashed out uh, Lehman Russ on it. Do you notice that? Oh no! Yeah, hang on. I'll send it to the I'll send it to the uh, Discord. But the, it's very carefully framed in the picture. I'm telling you, man, they're they're bringing Epic back. And then, oh well, of course I didn't send this to you. I'll I'll send you the picture that I took from my uh, my first uh, tile that I got, where uh, their labeling system has the the words Epic in it. So, oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah, Epic 40k. Yep. Take a look at this batch code that I'm sending you right now. Mm. Epic 40k. If my phone ever sends this. And they should do 30k. It'd be so much better. They, just, they only need to do <laughs> well, one. Well, it says 40k. Yeah. Like, you know, one side of each. Well, my guess is they will do it. That they'll Epic do horse heresy first. Yeah. yeah. My my guess is they'll do both just because um, it's yeah. I uh, They'll do it with Titanicus, do. right? Like the like they they'll just go move Titanicus over to 40 40k and then be like, uh, here's all the you know whatever whatever the yeah. fuck they fight Tower Mantas and shit. Yeah, like here's your ent- everything you need to do, and, and then you, think, well, you, you know think, whatever you want. Do you think they're gonna get get more people playing because they add in 40k races? Like the rules are pretty. Like the rules aren't like the rules are complex. Like they like they seem more complex to me than. 30k rules because there's all tables to look up and shit. I don't know. That's but but I mean I've only played like two games. That might be the thing, you know. Like, well, I, so before I can jump in on this, um, I just sent so you a picture, by the way, Tim. I I played Chris. Well, I'll see. Um, we played a game, and he said it's pretty simple to understand in certain aspects. The tables add like a different complexity to it, but the the core mechanics are very simple. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. It's not a tough game to pick up and play, especially if you've played other GW games before. But it's, somebody, the level of complexity that builds into it is pretty awesome. Yeah, do you think someone who's playing mainly forty k is going to just be like, yeah, I can finally play my Eldar Titans, and then just look at the rule set and be like, yeah, I'm happy with this. I've heard a couple people say that you know they don't want to get into it until it's full blown epic. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I think a lot of those forty k guys, the eighth eighth ed guys, are really like really hard for <laughs> you know seeing some of those Eldar and some of the other ones in there. You know, but but like, what are they gonna do? There's, you also, gotta, like... who, there's also people who are like, oh, I'm not playing Heresy until I play in the Emperor's Palace. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like people who are only like, oh, I'm not playing. I mean, they can just do that now. Like, it's just can they though? Create. I mean, who's gonna play them? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could create like a mega battle and you know have a bunch of people just you know not be forty k players. Oh, so. I just do want to do a quick hobby progress update. I just spent the entire time we've been talking magnetizing the shit out of one reaver, <laughs> um, at reaver. So. <laughs> So basically, so I could switch back and forth between a power fist and a gun on the one arm. I Each arm has that little, the part that's in between the gun and the shoulder magnetized on the top and the bottom. And then I magnetize the head. 
and that I, took a long fucking time. I, I, I meant you put your magnets on wrong. No, I didn't. I actually I did a few times. That's why it took so long. But it's all good now. <laughs> I knew Jesus. it. I knew it. I, I magnetized my entire f- while we were like doing it. Like I'm done. He's ready for primer. <laughs> yeah, with those magnets, what I do is as soon every time I take a magnet off the top, I put a black mark in it. Like I mm-hmm. get a and just put a dot, so I know that that's what. Some of them come with a little pre-punched fucking thing, so you can tell which way to go. Those ones are pretty good, but I don't know. The ones I get now don't seem to. So I, I, I put a black mark because, like, fuck, uh, so many times I've done them r- the wrong way. And even my Myrmidons now, I like some of them. There's like some of them where it's like, oh, this gun only works on one guy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck. that's fucking annoying. I hate yeah, that. That's why I, I, I double check them while it's still fresh and then rip it the fuck out. And, yeah. <laughs> I, I have my fingers are covered in so much fucking glue right now. I mean, it's there's nothing you can do when you're magnetizing. Like you're going to get glue on your fingers. I don't know. Oh yeah, man. I was literally just sitting here with the fucking um, well, exactly I mean, car- carving the fucking glue off of my fingers. <laughs> I usually go. I go to work and I get ninety nine percent IPA, and I usually just dip them in there a little bit just to like dry my skin out, so I can scrape it off. <laughs> nice. You can get a like a plastic, like have you seen those magnet applicator things? It's like no. a no, no. You can get a thing where you put it's made out of plastic, and you stick the magnet in the end, and you sort of just push it off the end with a plastic pusher. I guess it's yeah, and then you just like you don't need to. Cause, cause, like a five mil magnet is so small. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? You know. And then you try and hold, you can't hold it with anything. It's just a nightmare. What's, what's like? What is this kind of witchery? Is this like only if you have like kangaroos and shit in your backyard? Yeah, yeah no, I haven't got be. one. No, Ryan Kimmel has one. He's discriminating because mm-hmm. we're American. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're calling Ryan Kimmel a not American. <laughs> oh. I'm not, I'm not even sure what I'm saying anymore at this point. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, I saw he. I'm pretty sure he had one. I remember seeing it and being like, what the fuck? And it's just called a magnet applicator? Yeah, like a rare earth magnet applicator, maybe? I wonder if, I wonder if uh, KJ Magnetic sells it. KJ Magnetic? What the fuck is that? KJ Magnetics, they... Uh... Magnetic. I thought you said magnet. Even though we're talking about magnets, I thought you said magnebit. Like some weird, like, you know, like Scottish dude. No, no. You're talking to me, not my son. Okay. <laughs> like the Scottish guy that got his dick and balls eaten off by his by his dog because he covered him in peanut butter. Oh, dear. What? You didn't hear about that? I you, still, about, you still haven't uh, recovered from that, have you? No, I think it's great. I love the fact that it happened. Oh, okay. Is this Good how you... made his fucking bit his dick off. What, was he in a coma well, when it happened? I, yeah, I guess he went in the shock. It, it clamped down and it went in the shock and they just ate him off. Why? That's going to be some prior shit going on with that dog, man. Like, well, it's dead now and they couldn't yeah. reattach, so... Oh my god. Is that how, is that how you got like into that cult, then? Yup. There you go. I fucked that dog's skull. The pig. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the pig. <laughs> Alright. Cameron. Pig so bef- before uh, RC has to leave. RC, do you have a question for Tim before you have to bounce? 
No, man, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bail here, but uh, I just want to uh, talk a little bit about our event. Did you break? All right. Well, I'll I'll continue. So uh, talk a little bit about boom gone. Yeah. Boom, it's dead. No, ah, it's just it's this fucking Discord, man. I keep fucking dropping out and dropping back in. Yeah, I don't know whose Discord this is. Cough, cough. No, I'm just joking. It, um, is it an eyelash extensions applicator? <laughs> so that's all I found. Nah. Yeah, that sounds right. You have to hit him oh, up. Yeah, that's he, he was, he was gonna break to like cover. So in the East Coast, we have uh, three events coming up, mm-hmm. and I might butcher all three of them. Um, so it is February second for Betrayer. Yeah, man, Betrayer premiere thirty k event on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, debatable, but we'll we'll go with oh. that. Um, so we have Betrayer coming off. If you're not registered for that, uh, reach out to uh, the Betrayer 30K Part 1 Facebook page or what's the email? Uh, well, just email the show. That's oh, the yeah, email the show. We can, we can feature that way. Yeah. Um, the second event going on is uh, well, actually, there's four events. Wow, mistake. So the second, well, the first event should have been, um, the Adeptus Titanicus event, January 12th. Yeah, that's, um, that's your event, this. dude, that you're doing. It's you forgot my, about your it's own. Not just, it's not my event. It is the Road to Damnations event, because it is under our podcast. But, yes, it is, I am currently leading the way in that, and that is January 12th. Make it out to that. Um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, restrictions are in place. Uh, it's $20 on the day of the event. Uh 1250 in points, and we're making you take a Night Legion or a Night Banner because of. Even though I bashed them, I think it's important to bring them. The second event, uh, I will let the Cock of Horus explain this. All right, so on February 23rd, it's the Shadows of Paramar Part 2. Arming lists need to be pre approved at least seven days before the event. Failure for a pre approval will result in uh, loss of uh, victory points. There's four options for building your list. The first one is a 3,000-point Age of Darkness list using the Crusade or Onslaught Force Organization chart. You're also allowed a 500-point pre-approved side list, so you can alter it, you know, taking Lords of War or whatnot if you want to change that. 1,500-point Age of Darkness list using the Centurion rule set, or a 1,200-point Age of Darkness list using the Zone Mortalis Combatant Organization chart. We're also going to have battles for... Adeptus Titanicus, and that'll be at 1,250 points. 50. So some of the uh, list restrictions will be custodes will be allowed as allies only and are subject to a 20% points tax. What about sisters? Uh, Sisters, you know, that's a really (laughs) good question. We didn't really make a distinction on that. We just said custodes, so sisters... Tim, uh, if you come all the way out to New Jersey, you can roll full on sisters. Uh, I don't have enough, but uh, Monty from RFI does that. He's got a full army. Well, if Monty comes all the way out, he can run a full army. <laughs> uh, it, if he does, I hope he brings the dildozer. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. He <laughs> one of them. I was going to say, he's got like four or five of them, doesn't he? Nice. Okay. He's got a whole fleet. It's awesome. Just so sinister. All just like worm speeders. 
Yeah, I think those things look awesome. It just makes me think of Dune Worm Sign. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I want one so bad. They're so fuck. They just look so cool. I'm, I want to yeah. do. Uh, all my sisters are in. I've done with like, uh, <laughs> like the, the Vallejo Metal Range Chrome. So mm-hmm. I want them to be like super fucking crazy, kind of mirror looking armor almost. And then it, when I get one of those, uh, uh, whatever they're called, acquisitor things, I'm gonna do that chrome, just like the crazy chrome fucking thing. Like it's from the future, man. It's such a great color too. Hey, wait, Sorry. Chris, did you finish shouting out the event? No, there's a uh, there's a few more restrictions. If you want to check it out on the uh, Road to Damnation podcast page, uh, registration is thirty five dollars. But there's also some uh, swag that's included in that. All uh, purchases, well, I think, are going to be what twenty five percent off at Mythicos that day, excluding trading cards. And that uh, is true. Yeah. So and registration oh, is my PayPal. Um, yes. Which is Lewis Windle at eighty eight at, at gmail dot com. Oh no. Yo, you gave it away. No one's meant to know my name. No, I'm joking. Yeah, it's, and it's then, uh, Well, don't don't use your email there, dickhead. And then uh, <laughs> send your list to uh, Road to Damnation at 30kgmail.com with your with your army and send your faction in there and any fluff that you have because what we're going to do is with your fluff that you write out, we're going to uh, ha- read it out and we're going to have some uh, guest readers coming up on uh, some future episodes here. Yeah, and there there will be prizes for the uh, best fluff for your army. So uh, yeah, and be ready for anything when you come to this one. It's going to be it's going to be good. There's going to be a lot of very narrative driven battles, and uh, yeah, bring a dick kicker list, and uh, you know you're going to get your dick kicked in with some narrative shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you never know what might pop in. So, but yeah, that's uh, February twenty third. And uh, wrote to damnation thirty k at gmail. If you have any questions, and uh, also reach out to us for uh, registration there. There's also one part of the event that I would love to shout out, which what is the, the uh, right one speed. Well, what? I don't know what's going on. With you. What? I couldn't hear you. Is it Discord fucking up again? Mostly. <laughs> um, I didn't well, know what he said. That's crazy shit. Yeah. No, no. What I were wanna... you gonna? I wanted to shout out the the part of the event that's gonna we're gonna have like a little mini mega battle with like six players and I'm pretty it sounds like it's pretty awesome so far like how many titans are there gonna be already like at least three or four four I believe we have four people registered with titans so yeah there are no uh, list restrictions on the mega battle so we do have like some re- restrictions for some of the others for uh, Lords of War restrictions Primark restrictions. But uh, for the mega battle that we're doing, you know, you can bring your Leviathan Force Org chart and bring all the Titans that you want. It should be uh, should be pretty good. Yeah, it sounds pretty awesome, man. Like right now, there's four freaking Titans and six players, three loyalists, three um, trader, and then how many people registered for that already? Do we know? Uh, it's a handful. It's you know, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be. I'm hoping to go for more than what we had last time. Um, also, just a shout out before we're done with shout outs with the events. Uh, we have New England also has an event, March 16th, the uh, which is the ideas. Uh, I can't even pronounce that of heresy. That's run by Kyle. If you want to know more about that, go to the New England 30k page, as there's a lot of chaos. And there's also an interview coming up with Kyle, so stay tuned for that. 
Yo, Tim, do you have any events you want to shout out? Because I know we have some people who listen to this in Australia. It might uh, just be random um, people, but... <laughs> no, not really. I'm, I don't have any that I'm running. Um, I'm planning something for September, like a big sort of event here. Um, and, you know, it's going to be sort of like, I'm going to flesh it out to a certain point and then more people can come if they bring tables of terrain, if you know what I mean. So, nice. Uh, so that'll be like a, a sort of three, like a Friday, Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday event sort of thing. But yeah, n- early days for that yet. Um, but yeah, I would just say uh, check the 30k global heresy event page because there's just constantly events from all around the world in there. You might see something that's near you. Definitely check out that global event. Calendar. Unless you're like a flat earth person, don't go there because it'll trigger you. <laughs> and check out the uh, Warhammer 30k USA page. Uh, hopefully people start posting more uh, US events in there too. We've got that going. Nice. That is also true. All right. So, Tim, we have you on the show, and there's two questions we ask every guest. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first one is, which Legion do you hate the most? <laughs> <laughs> which Legion do I hate the most? Uh, it's tough, man. The Iron Warriors, like, I used to like them, but they're just so, like, Perdurabo is such a jack-off, like, in the books now. Um... <laughs> But like, I know it has. It's probably the turd bearers, just because Logar is even more of a jack off than. There's like 18 Primarchs that we're are sort of fleshed out, and he manages to be the biggest jack off of all of them because like they're all just totally just like teen, just teenage fucking idiots. Um, probably Logar. He's just so. Uh, he's just the worst. The more you find out about it, the more you're just like, uh, why, bro? Why? <laughs> yeah, he, he just whines the whole fucking heresy. Yeah, like, and then he, and he's responsible for just fucking up the whole galaxy, like he's <laughs> such a little bitch. Like it's and it's not even that he's too stupid to realize Erebus is just playing him like a fucking fiddle. <laughs> uh, hate him. Yeah, he, it's probably him. Uh, the most of them are pretty cool. Ferris Manus is the best, obviously. They're, You're a big uh, fan of Ferris Manus. Yeah, Ferris is the best. Yeah, he's so influential <laughs> in the whole Harris. Yeah, he, he should have been Warmaster, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he just like that whole. Yeah, the fluff actually jar. says. Yeah, the fluff actually says that he had every reason to, you know, be up for the job. Because he's, he... he's a senior Primarch. He's a senior teen. Yeah, senior <laughs> teen. He's the least like if you read the books, he's the least like just fucking like. Oh, I can't believe fucking, uh, you know, fucking Mortarian said that. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking like just dwell about uh, on that for fucking ages. Like, they're all just such such little bitches. Like, always wondering what that other guy meant. Like, what does he mean? Like, I don't know, bro. You're all fucking meant to be genius level dudes. Why can't you act like you're fucking civilized? Like, why do you have to be like constantly like, like the whole thing with Dawn and Perturabo? Like, even Dawn, who's meant to be like. He's just the most humorless fucking guy. He's still just like just a little fucking bitch when it comes to when it comes to Federabo. I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> I think it's because all their their human emotion but taken up to you know the nth degree beyond what you're supposed to be able to comprehend. It's a shame. Shame they weren't all raised by the Emperor to be like fucking just 
you know, just uh, like Mentats. <laughs> Alright, what's the next uh what's the next question there, Lewis? Turd bears then. Turd bears is a good good movie. We haven't had a beating on turd bears on the show in some while. Definitely gonna come up in the next one for sure. Um so then the final question that we, we, we always want to know is like to lead us out on the show is a funny story. It can be heresy related, it can be the real life related, but it's just gonna be funny. I could Wait. be puking on black, puking black yeah. on white carpet. Wait, be, before that, before that, I think we should ask Tim to uh, translate a couple of like English things into Australian. <laughs> Hang on, are you talking about Americanisms? Mer- American, like, yeah. It's the only English that fucking matters. Yeah, that is like Joe Rogan did say it. Man, there's more of us than there are them. So. Well, it's actually funny because Tim said that this was an English show with some American people on it. (laughs) I mean, it's okay. People make mistakes. People make mistakes. (laughs) Not everyone's perfect like me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, Joe Rogan also says that America is... He hasn't said it for a while, actually. I reckon the CIA or something has been like, fucking stop saying crazy shit. He used to have the term "America's the balls and the dick that's fucking the world." Mm. <laughs> so that was like, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, in terms of stories, fuck man, it's tough. Uh, I can tell you like a crazy thing that happened in a Titanicus game on the weekend at our event. Go for yeah. it, man. That's that's the best ones. <laughs> so they, were, they were playing. We were playing just a bunch of sort of different point level games. Like I, I played a game where I was just a, I had a warlord. Uh, like the standard dual Bella warlord, and um, the uh, and, and and Nick had like a, a reaver and a warhound. Um, okay. But one of the games that they played, I think it had more. There was more shit in the table, but sort of the main thing that was happening was this reaver. Uh, Nick had equipped him with a chain fist and a power fist, and he's like, "I'm just going to run at your warlord and see if I can get there and fuck him up." <laughs> so he ran like all the way across the table. And he was just like, every time, just running, 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 getting shot, bringing shields up, shields down, getting shot, getting shot. And then he finally got there. He was like five inches away or something like that. And the next, as soon as they activated, he was just going to charge and just fucking annihilate him. He had like chest damage and like head damage across the board. He was limping and shit. And then, so they rolled for initiative and the warlord went first. Oh, the dude was like, oh, man, okay, well, ho- hopefully I can kill you by just shooting you. So he shot down, and then he shot down the shields with the first with, with the missiles and the first bellicosa shot. And he had one bellicosa shot, and he shot it, and it just did minor damage, but it caused his reactor to go into the, into the extreme. So he had to roll for a reactor. Oh, no. The reactor result was that the mind, that the, was the machine spirit took over. And the oh. result of the machine spirit taking over was that it just charged directly forward however many inches and did a slam against anything that it hit. Which oh, happened fuck. To the so he just ran forward. So the last minute, he just ran, it shot, shot, didn't do anything, and then just ran forward into the reaver, slammed it, and did enough damage to just fucking kill it, knock it over, and blow it up. Because I kept coming over and checking, like, oh, has that Reaver got there yet? No, 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 he's taking more damage to legs. Is he there yet? No, he's taking damage to the bottom. And then he's like, yeah. And then I come over and he's like, yeah, last minute, fucking, yeah, the warlord. We thought he was going to kill him, and he didn't kill him through shooting. And we were like, oh, my God. And then we rolled a series of tables, and he killed him by just running at him. (laughs) Oh, my God. Basically, the machine spirit's just like, you fucking stupid mammals. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) 
That's hilarious. Well, I've actually That's been saying to people, nuts. I've been saying to people, Reavers don't need a fist. No, I, I, I just they need guns, and and the fist is pointless. But yeah, it's pretty hilarious that he was like, "I'm dead set on using this. I'm charging this guy regardless." And he yeah, took yeah. all that damage, and it was like, "Oh, I got power of the machine spirit. Oh, I get to charge you. A yeah. free move. Boom, you're dead." <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, it just happened oh, straight ahead, so you're just directly into it. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. yeah. Because oh my god, that's that's fucking perfect. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, yeah, so it. anything the machine spirit takes over, that's gonna be a good game. I, I'm never upset when I roll spirit. I mean, usually, I, you know, it's easy to fight it back into submission, but it's never like a oh fuck when I get that result on the reactor die. If, if, uh, I, I couldn't do si- when I couldn't roll a six to get my fucking shields back up, I was just losing my mind. And like it was like four turns in a row, and I'm just did, a reaver just shooting me in the side, the warhound just shooting me in the front. I'm like, come on, why? <laughs> yeah, couldn't, couldn't hit this fucking reaver. Uh, sorry, couldn't hit the warhound until the very end, and then got like two shots in it, just crippled the fuck through it. Oh. Yeah. So uh-huh. when when you were playing, did you happen to do the emergency? Peril as the command roll? No, 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 no. No, because it brings it back on fives. Yeah, I know. I, oh, sorry, no, I did actually. I, I In the end, I looked at the thing and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I did it and I didn't roll any fives. I rolled like. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, that was my rolls today. It was like yeah. needed to vent plasma, rolled a bunch of ones and threes. Yeah, that's the way, man. When you have to roll that six, I can never roll them. But then. No. Um, if you don't want to roll them, then I roll them all the time, like when it's, uh, well, or ones, I always, yeah, with my Thalax, every now and then, like probably 50 games, I'll go for 50 games with barely any overheats on my Verdon thrusters, and then mm-hmm. I'll have a game where I, where it, like, I get, like, 11 overheats and fail my armor saves and feel no pains and just start just, just losing entire Thalax. Every now and then, it's just one game where all my bad luck's, like, Yeah, it just combines, yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know why it works, but it just happens. That yeah. is the worst for my fucking drive to game. Like I'll like I'll be super hard to paint and paint and paint, and then I go and I play a game, and it's just like, oh, like I just need to not roll a six and a five on the leadership test. Oh, hey, there's two sixes. Well, fuck me then. Okay, <laughs> great. Glad I drove an hour to play this fucking game and unpack all this shit. And yeah. And then, and then you're like, all right, I gotta stop being such a salty cunt. And then, and then you're like, all right, like next thing I do is gonna be better. All right, two plus hit. Oh, there's a one. Great. Okay. Well, yeah, see you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm leaving. <laughs> hey guys, fun fact with the Reaver kit, the um the missile launcher that goes on the carapace mm-hmm. is fitted for magnets. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that. No, I didn't. It's the only part in the whole model that's fitted for magnets. Well, uh, that's great. Yeah, one why didn't they do the arms? That seems weird. They did the arms on the wall. Though. I know. Don't don't. So, have you assembled the three titans that are available, Tim? No, no. I need I need the warlord, and I had to do it with no instructions. So it was just. I, a, what? The the next time you come on, right? We want you to tell us on your experience of one being best and three being the worst. Which one yep. was easiest, and which one was the most enjoyable, and which one was the worst. Okay. <laughs> so far, we've asked everyone and got the same answer. What did they say, oh. Reva? 
Yeah. Well, we're just we're just curious if it's different since you're you're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the Riva has so few pieces. Like the um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can. Th- okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, the toilet water runs backwards there, so something <laughs> weird must be going on. <laughs> it it does drain in the direction, right? Yeah, because we're upside, we're we're doing it upside down. First, you put the head down. Well, then you put the weapon <laughs> carapace. Then you balance the upside down. Sh- yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I like that the missile on the reaver is like a three sixty. I do like that. It's fucking yeah. stupid how it is. Yeah, Reaver's my favorite man. That like, um, I've got three Reavers. I'm gonna rebase. They're like, uh, uh, I guess you could say 3D printed forumware or something. Um, so I'm and they're only like a centimeter shorter than the plastic ones. So I'm just gonna rebase them. And then I've got a nice. warlord. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that maniple. You can only really at the moment you can only make it using the Griffonicus rules, I think, where it's three Reavers and a warlord. For some reason, the most common one in the black books is three Reavers. And, like, Reavers always been my favorite. So I was like, for Epic 30k, I'll get three Reavers. And it'll just be, like, a awesome maniple that all just, they just walk around together just shooting the fuck out of everything. Like, oh, a company of space marines. Destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really enjoy them in that. Uh, but, yeah, there's no maniple at the moment that gives you a bonus for just taking three Reavers. Right. Seems strange because yeah. it's the main thing in the black books, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is Games Workshop we're talking. Yeah, we'll wait for the next book. Next book, man. Next book will make everything will solve all our problems. But in the meantime, running Titanicus with a 30k event really easy. So start integrating, I reckon. And then you know, people once you get enough people doing that, then people will be like, "Oh, can we have a Titanicus only event?" And be like, "Yeah." So it's actually funny. So um, we were running the 30k event, and we added Titanicus for the fun of it. And then, mm. um, so, uh, you know, I happened to be at the Jersey Devil Painting Contest, which um, was a really great show out, and especially for 30K models, where uh, RC, I can't even, you know, he won a bunch of awards, and we were talking to a bunch of people, and they were like, what I don't like about a certain edition, I won't say which one. Um, was hey, the I'll that- say it for you. Okay. <laughs> Was that people play with unpainted models? So like, if I paint my stuff, I don't want to play against unpainted armies. And I was like, you know, at the Heresy event, people call it elitist to have like only painted armies, but that's where we go for it's. It's it's part of the disillusion. There's a Space Wolves player comes up like Shane and just puts his models down. Fuck you! Know, you. Just... <laughs> fuck fuck, uh, fuck <laughs> both of you, uh, assholes! Nice. <laughs> And uh, I got fuck. I'm sitting on twelve thousand points of fully painted world leaders, you fuckers. And I had ten thousand points of fully painted death guard. Y'all motherfuckers can fuck right off, dude. The kind of person that would say that, like, fully painted, like, forcing people to, like, you can only take fully painted things is elitist. That's like the most nonsense fucking human ever. Like, what's the fucking piece of that? It's someone who's just like right now is sitting there with like food stained clothing just like a shirt like where they've just like bit food out of their fucking stupid mouth and they don't have a single painted model and they've probably got just tons of plastic shit sitting around that they've bought with no fucking oh i'm gonna make this army one day and never done it like who would say this get fucked on and you can borrow like sorry i don't know if you can swear on your show yeah you swear all you want man (laughs) uh yeah like just totally get fucked motherfucker like you can always borrow an army like you 
if someone's running an event, usually in thirty k player, usually it's because usually they have one or two armors. It's like you want to plan an event, just ask that person, "Can I use your painted armor?" Yeah, worth just I, saying. I, I offer my world Yeah, calling it late elitist is so crazy. Like holy shit. What's well, just I, a testament how late? Uh, yeah. Yep. Sorry, I'm working on poker chips for Betrayer. I keep forgetting to mute my mics. Mike. Uh, so, it, it's <coughs> like when we were running an event, we posted... Right, you're you breaking know, up. You're breaking up. Start again. You just went like... Honestly, my collection sucks. Alright, now it's back to normal. Alright, so... What I want to say is, you know, we had people that were like pushing against us. Oh, I'm not coming to your event. It's elitist. It's like, dude, if you are unhappy with the painting standard, run your own event. Like, we yeah, want to play yeah. with fully painted armies. Like, that's that's what we are. We're grown adults. Like, if you want to work on painting your stuff to a free color minimum, which really isn't that much to ask. Like, no. Well, but on, I mean, on, on top of all that, though, we uh, it's like several people loaned armies out to people that didn't have fully painted stuff. I loaned 3000 points out to, um, one of the dudes in our chat who's fucking awesome. Um, Craig bot loaned out like <laughs> what, like a thousand points of, um, alpha, alpha legion, legion to somebody. Yep. And that dude fucking kicked ass with it. You know, it's just like, yeah, that's another thing. Like we we fucking loan out these not cheap armies, you know, mm. for people just to play with. So we yeah. at I think it's like an uneducated opinion, and I think like if that person was uh, like given the chance to play like a fucking three thousand point game with a fully painted army against another fully painted army on really nice terrain, then they would be like, okay, I get it now, bro. Like I um, can't go back. Like the first time <laughs> yeah. I played a fully painted game of Warhammer Fantasy where I had all my ghouls painted, like all however many I had, um, I was just like, Oh my god, I can never go back and I wanna change this list, so I need to go home straight after this and start painting more ghouls, you know? Like I was just mm -hmm. like, like I can't and yeah, once you do it, like I don't think I don't think I've met many people who've gone to an event with a fully painted list and then come come to an gone to a different event with unpainted shit. Like it just doesn't happen. Like once you once you actually achieve that, it's like a I don't know, maybe it's just part of becoming a man or a, a <laughs> lady. It's just like fucking playing a fully painted game and realizing that like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. You know when you're a kid and you're just like fucking, oh man, look at dad driving, he's changing gears and fucking using foot pedals and shit. I'll never be able to do that. I'm fucking four years old but I'll never be able to do that. And then when you fucking figure out, oh wait, it's, e it's actually easy now. Well, when you ride a bicycle and then you realize like, oh man, I don't need training wheels. I can just, as long as I keep pedaling and balance, I'm fine. I think it's just like that. It's just like, you just don't realize until you actually play and paint your shit and get that sense of achievement. And then you realize like, oh, okay. Now I know what people are talking about. It's not just all bullshit. There is a lot of bullshit, but that bit isn't bullshit. So we had so much pushback with Betrayer. It, it was ridiculous. We actually had people actively boycott the event and like try to convince people yeah it's it's insane what does that look like that what does a boycott of an event look like like i'm not gonna <laughs> do you want, go. do you okay. want it's okay. literally it's a guy who shows up to the event walks around our table oh yeah this is this is amazing walks around the tables looks at what we've got painted usually he checks out my army because i yeah. i have world leaders and he used to play world leaders 
and then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Just so he can go, oh, I saw an unpainted army there, so if someone else is allowed to run one way, can I run my for the unpainted shit? Yeah. Yeah, oh, except you'll oh, never see an unpainted army at her. Yeah, at least he's uh, goes to the effort of actually leaving his mom's basement. You know? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's It's been frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, that's bullshit, just little man behavior, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yo, what I was going to say is, like, yo, I remember the days back in England where it's, like, broke ass poor, like, kid trying to play the game, and, like, you show up with, like, and you, like, substitute it with, like, I don't know, paper, and you write what model it is because you couldn't afford it. But, like, now I'm a grown ass adult. It's like, dude, I can just buy that, and even if I don't have the time to paint it, I could pay someone to paint it. Like, I don't want to mm. play with it, not painted. Like, yeah, I, I'm not that level anymore. I'm at this level. Yeah, and and the other thing is, if you fully paint your army, you've invested that time and effort into it, you're gonna take it more seriously. And someone who has spent two thousand dollars getting an army painted is also gonna take it seriously. So you're gonna have like cool games with people who take the hobby seriously, whereas some guys just like, oh, I got all this fucking bare resin, real cheap, and just don't, uh, you know, they're not really invested in it. I don't. I don't buy that you're invested in it until you've actually painted some shit. Do you have background for your guy? Like, what's his name? What's unpainted resin character number three? What's his name? Like, if you had any fucking, if you actually were into it, you would, uh, you know, paint some shit. Like, that's the <laughs> not like the guys in our area, in my area that just blue tack their shit together and then blue tack it to the base, and then during the game it would be falling off the base, so it would just turn into just a blank base with yeah. a glob of blue tack on. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Like, I was definitely like that. Like back when I was fucking, you know, like seventeen or eighteen. You know, like it's like the. Uh, do you guys know Brad Neely? Have you? Do you know the works of Brad Neely? Like, do not. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a good quote, which is just like, "I was like you once until I grew a brain, a dick, and a heart." That's how I feel. <laughs> I feel about fucking unpainted shit and low effort hobby. It's like yeah, lazy heresy, man. That's my rant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Like, people, yeah, every now and then someone is like, oh, it's an elitist attitude or whatever. And you're like, well, fucking suck my dick. Like, what? yeah, I don't good. Care. Literally, uh, every single episode we say, fully painters for closers. Like, we say all this shit on, you know, like, what do you expect? Like, I'm just going to change my tune just to make you happy. Like, just just so you can come to an event. Yeah, because you're a lazy shit. Nah. Nah, yep. ain't like that, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. And at this point, like, and, and people who think that I really like, like that I'm gonna, I don't know. Uh, it's like they, some people like the way that they that they talk about it. Like, oh, it's such a loose attitude. It's dangerous for the hobby and blah blah. blah. It's like, hey man, I'm not like herding people into fucking cattle cars and setting them east. <laughs> like, fucking, I'm just saying I don't want to play against your low effort bullshit hobby. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't see how that's there's a problem with that, but it's I'm sure no there is. Problem. In no these new problem. days, in the, in the days of uh, you know safe safe spaces and shit like that, but <laughs> luckily, luckily the thing is, no one can force you to fucking to you know if you're running an event, you can just make an invite only or whatever. Like there's no one saying you've got to do anything. Yeah, yeah, man. Hashtag I feel triggered. Hashtag freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Pope Brad. Just yeah, really. That person's the fascist because they're trying to tell you that you should what you should how you should run your own event. What? Like, That's not how that works. That's yeah, not... <laughs> yeah. They're fascist. Really, they're saying that you have to do something that they want you to do, whereas you're thought... just like, 
I don't want to know. I want to do my own thing. I don't want to, like who are you to tell me that I have to accept people who have <laughs> you're, you're the one being the fascist, really muscling. <gasps> <laughs> we're gonna go crazy might as well just go all the way just you know? go off the deep end the full yeah. head <laughs> just it's the best thing about podcasting man there's no rules no one can tell you what to do yeah might as well just go balls deep into that pig's head yeah bro yeah, <laughs> yeah bro once you go pig heads you never go back yeah, that's true or or balls deep in the sheen's mom oh yeah. Oof. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> oh, God. You may never come out. Oh, that's Might never come out. <laughs> I gotta nice. find a picture of her for you. You, you won't <laughs> sleep for a month after that. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus. Alright, so, I mean, we going for What's, now at this wait, point. Uh, are there any... Are there any good American things that we could get Tim to translate into um, Australian? I can't think of any. Would you no, have to man. Thoughts. It's all about Insta thoughts and fucking uh, eat. And, Say Budweiser. Uh, Say Coors Light. What the fuck? Budweiser. Yeah, no, I love it. I, the only sports that I watch is, uh, is uh, UFC. So I see all the, when I get like a. You know, like a, a torrent of a UFC. They they leave all the ads in, like corn nuts, the official corn snack at the UFC. So every now and then, because most of you know, you download it on a uh, TV, you'll get ads, and the American ads are always just like every now and then you get a UK ad, ad like an ad break or something. But the American ads are always just so much more like there's something about them. They're like so much more like not sinister. I don't want to say sinister, but just like insidious. Yeah, just something weird, just something not right about it. Like it's like they've tried, it's like they've watered every single thing down to the least offensive possible thing, <laughs> the most bland possible thing, without really saying anything. But then it's like I don't know, somehow an ad for a thing. I I don't know. I I didn't see that much advertising. When I see American advertising, I'm just like Jesus. <laughs> what? How would they say NASCAR in Australia? Oh, NASCAR, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the fucking NASCARs. Fucking shit hot. Those cars fucking drive real fast, mate. And it's just a, it's just a fucking leap. Because over here, so we've got like V8s and shit, super, super car, like powerful cars. As I said earlier, I'm not a fucking car person. But uh, we've got, like, we've got a thing called Bathurst, which is just like a, it's a rate, it's a car thing. But it's like, you know, they drive through the mountains and shit in this big long road. Whereas we don't have anything like stadium cars, I guess. Oh. Yeah, no, not really. They, they used to have a thing called stock cars here, but it was just like dudes in V8s just driving around like a dirt track, like in a little thing, and they're just smashing into each other and the shit. It's about NASCAR. But NASCAR, mate, fucking NASCAR. You want to see some shit, mate? It's fucking crazy. NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah. It's at, um, some, there is something distinctly yeah. American, though, when you're at NASCAR race. So, yeah, well, well, I mean, Talladega Nights, man. Tal- Talladega Nights is basically all of my knowledge of NASCAR is from Talladega Nights. So if it's not exactly <laughs> that's about like, okay, all you need you know? to know. Okay, cool. Okay, in that case, I know everything about NASCAR. <laughs> so, so in a true British fashion, and I hope you don't take offense. Like I, I'm now Australian question. Are you yeah. big into rugby or cricket? No, no. Like I said, UFC. Like definitely rugby and cricket are huge here. Rugby league as well. Do you guys have that? Oh, you guys don't have that. You know, England has like uh, you know, rugby's pretty big in England. So. Yeah, England does. Yeah, I love rugby. Um, 
So I, and I, I only do UFC, man. Like, look, and there's, there's growing up, it's really all about sport. No, no boxing. Oh, dude, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, I can't do UFC, but I'll do boxing. You'll do bobsledding? Boxing, man. Oh, I thought you said <laughs> bobsledding. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Winter Olympics only, man. Winter sports only. <laughs> Yo, I'm all about um, what's the event where they like shuffle the stone along the ice? Oh, yeah, uh, curling. Curling, yeah, yeah, it's all about like curling though. When I what watch about... that, I really want to just light my asshole on fire. Like, it's all about the luge, man. <laughs> um, fucking... all right, so I'll, I'll so, let's slide our fucking rock on some ice. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Like, uh, what about the one where you go sk- where it's skiing, like cross country, like uh, skiing, but also you stop every now and then to just like shoot a rifle at shit? Oh, dude, oh yeah, yeah. Event. It's just like the Finnish national sport. <laughs> yeah, can't imagine why they dominate every. Yeah, ski, 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 shoot some Nazis, ski, 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 shoot some, <laughs> shoot some communists, yeah, shoot some more communists, ski, ski, ski. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh boy so much hate mail coming in so um, many so many one star reviews coming in yeah what's your email address so people know where to send the hate mail don't do not send it to me or if you send it to me i'll hold it on the tell, tell us the address so i know where to forward the hate, hate mail <laughs> The hate mail should all come to ivharris at gmail. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know who ivharris at gmail.com is, but I'm sure like people over the years so many times have been like, hey, I tried sending you emails, and I'm like, did you send it to this email address? And they're like, no, I sent it to ivharris at gmail.com. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know who that person is, but they're going to enjoy all these like fluff wax and like just like talking about like, yeah, I love fucking, you guys get me so fucking hard and all this shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that the funny thing is i was one of the guys for uh age of darkness because there's this what age of darkness podcast at gmail and i s- sent one of my early emails to age of darkness at po- uh, gmail.com so and it was some weird fucking like definitely not uh what western what uh <laughs> yeah the european uh name let's just put it that it's like something asian or some shit. i don't know it's fucked up Anyway, yes. it's uh, road to damnation 30 k at gmail.com. That's where you send the hate mail, guys. Shane awesome. will respond uh, to you very quickly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll respond. Thanks for having me on there. I, um, I was listening to your last episode, and you were saying, uh, you know, about, like, if you want to come on the show, hit us up. So, yeah. No. I got in contact straight away, because I was like, yeah, fucking, okay, I want to go on, talk some shit with these boys. But, yeah, that no, sounds good, man. Like, Western... Uh, Eastern Seaboard. Who else have you got over there? You've also got. Uh, there's another. There's two. Is it Remembrances Retreat, right? Yep. Yeah, and... Remembrances Retreat. They actually stole Craigbot from us because I went on a rampage oh. about how we got Craigbot to work and make this work for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were like, "Oh yeah, we totally took that from you guys." So. <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I think that. Uh... When we uh, end, we should do a fully painted as for closers and copy Eye of Horus since, you know. Since he's on here. Yeah, since the whole <laughs> Eye of Horus podcast is on there. Yeah, well, both, yeah both Michael and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I I I, I want to reach out to and get the closer. I I don't know what's going on with RFI, but there hasn't been many closer patches. So I'd like to be the podcast for the East Coast at least, does it? Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. And yeah, yeah. closer missions. Yeah. So to help him out, but you know, Tim, I, this has been an absolute joy to have you on the podcast. Um, if you want to hashtag anyone, like hashtag fuck someone, like Shane. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck you too. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, no, it's been good, me? man. Yeah, no, it's always fun uh, talking to to guys, especially once you've listened to them. Because um, I've I've been listening to you guys for a while. Um, because your you know your podcast keeps coming up in our group. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, it's good, man. It's a, good to talk to you guys and, and sort of uh, hear hear about what's and, and listen to you guys and hear about what's going on in the on the east coast, that sort of thing. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, after you've sort of heard people talking for a while, it's like it's always fun to come on and talk to them. Um, so yeah, if you're out there listening and you've got some got some material for these guys, you should hit them up. Also, if you want to come on, shoot the email for damnation 30 k at com. We will. We love having people on. It gives a variety to the show and helps build the community. And here's me giving like two thumbs up. But you know, <laughs> I'm super pumped that that Tim could make it out on to the show. We made this work somehow. I don't know how. It's, it's yeah. working. <laughs> Tim, you want to quick? I mean, I don't understand why anyone viewers, but do you want to quick plug your podcast real quick? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, IFRS podcast, um, and uh, you, you uh, follow us on Instagram at IFRS Pod, and we post uh, sort of what we're working on there. Like when Michael's Michael's overseas with the with the military at the moment, but um, uh, I, I'm posting whips and things of what I'm working on, and we're, there's overseas. there's tons of pictures from our event on the weekend. Like I tried to take as many as I could. I've still got fuckload. Like every, each round, I basically waited about twenty minutes till people deployed. And then just walked around and tried to get some good photos of stuff. And then, like about you know about, and then like another hour in, I went around all the tables and and, and got some some photos. And then day two, we did a the uh, what we call a show and tell, where you put all, you put your army out. You, you don't, you, I mean, you, people bring like huge armies, you know, more than three thousand points, and you can just put as much or as little as you want out. And then and then we do the the paint uh, painting judging. And uh, but mo- most importantly, I go around and take photos of everyone's shit. Um, so I've uploaded, you can only upload 40 photos at a time on Facebook, it's really annoying, and you can only upload 10 at a time on Instagram, so it's Instagram. like, I have to sit there and like choose the right 10, the, the best 10, and then blah, 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 yeah, it's a bit of a pain ass, but uh, I tried to, tried to get as many photos up there as possible, and I've got a bunch more for Instagram of armies, things like that, so but yeah, I have Horace Pod on there, that's like a, that's a, a main social media thing, and then obviously Facebook as well, and, and listen to the podcast, we've got a, like a fucking 10 hour plus end of the year uh, episode coming out which will be in two parts um where i've gone around to all the major cities in australia talk to people as well as having spence on to do the timeline for Titanica. and then i've got um and then emma who's a uh chick over in wales who um is big into the heresy books and we do a review of prospero burns um, oh nice yeah. nice um and yeah she's really into the books and um no, it's, it, yeah it was really fun I was just like, whoa, a chick that reads the books? Like, fuck me, he's going to blow my mind. Yeah, I mean, you've only read, but incredible, right? Yeah, because I was so obviously <laughs> just like, so, uh, do you play Sisters of Silence? And if not, then <laughs> <laughs> no, she was really good, man. She did. She was laughing at my uh, 
at my heresy jokes because she's never listened to the podcast before. So like all my fucking old material is all new, like turd bearers, <laughs> like fucking extra tools <laughs> when no one, when you haven't listened to it before. So yeah, wow. no, it was a good time. Yeah, she was really fun. Um and uh yeah, and she's she's really into the books. And I talked her into reading another book too. So I'll get her uh get her back to to, to do a rough <laughs> Uh, no, Master of Mankind. Ooh, uh, that, yeah, that is a good one. Best book. Yeah, I love it so much. I love fucking I Master of Mankind. I love Custodes. They're like my, even though I love Mechanicum, Custodes, just how fucking crazy they are and just the idea behind them and the way they like fight and communicate and everything is so cool. It's just the points in the game. <laughs> it's right, just, right. It's just social social suicide to take an army of them. Yeah. Well, are you, uh, are, were you planning on going to Adepticon again this year or you're not? Uh, LVO 2020. Ah, okay. Because uh, I was going to say there's uh, hashtag fuck Dave. He's, um, he yeah. was supposed to do a War in the Webway uh, GM'd mission at Adepticon in 2018, but that oh, didn't what? pan out. So I didn't know if he was planning on doing it again for 2019. So yeah, I was going to say, if you harass him yeah. enough. I definitely want to go back to Adepticon as well. But like, I need to, I need to wait a little while. Those flight, that flight back. From Indiana, um, yeah, and then go through LAX. Oh still, God, you went still, through LAX. Still raw, man. Still raw. Oh, did you have trying a to, in LA? Trying to get a coffee from like trying to get a, like a latte from <laughs> someone at LAX who's just like, oh. "You're a white male. You're a white male." Like, I yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Felt like, I just felt like I was like. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like people weren't very nice to me at LAX, but <laughs> so with okay, sorry. Did we um, so my wife and I after uh, we waited six months and then we went to um, Hawaii for our honeymoon, uh, yeah. and we went through LAX there and on the flight back and on the way back there had just been a shooting through <laughs> the air. Somebody just went through the airport with an assault rifle, which is banned in California. So figure that one. out. And yeah. shot up the fucking airport. <laughs> so the whole airport was just like fucking locked down. So we had a six hour layover. Because oh, we, weren't allowed, we were not allowed to leave the terminal because they were, you know, trying to figure out their new security measures. And yeah, dude, it fucking sucked. Fuck LAX. That airport is awful. I do not oh, blame yeah. you. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. So, so we stayed with uh, Ryan for a few days um, yep. after on, like went for a road trip back to his place and then went, yeah he tried know, to feed you some tigers yeah. or some shit yeah 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 and then like shot shot at sks right before we got on a plane and stuff and then yeah, yeah we, we and so we flew we went to indiana and ever and i had like a bag of like kettle indiana kettle corn under my arm and everything <laughs> I had my miniature case with me and i like went through the x-ray and they like stopped it and they're like oh what's that and i'm like oh are they like is that like warhammer and i'm like whoa they somehow they could tell my my uh lead um my lead reavers like through through the scanner and the guy's like mm-hmm. yeah that's like warhammer my brother's into that and i like, had a big chat about warhammer and shit and they're like yeah man it's cool and they were like oh like pretending to like confiscate the kettle corn off me and shit and we're just like palling around playing grab ass and shit and then we get to and then we get to lax and i'm like oh okay we've got to get different boarding tickets so i was like okay well i have to go out of the airport and come back in to go to the because i don't know something fucked up um mm-hmm. And it was like coming back in, like once I went out, went to the people at the front and then tried to get back into the airport. It was like, take your fucking shoes off. Put your fucking hands in the air, motherfucker. Yep. Like, don't look anywhere. Don't look at this. Don't put your phone away. Like, yep. oh, yeah, what the fuck? These guys are cunts, man. Um, <laughs> L- yeah. LAX is fucking awesome. 
Oh, yeah, it's terrible. And then to walk, like, where they put the Australians for our flight, they put the Australians all together at, like, one far end of the thing. And, like, once you get down there, it's just, like, people wearing thongs and, like, shouting at their, like, fucking get back here, Kyle, fuck. What's the shit? And, like, it's just, like, people drinking, just sinking piss. And they had, like, the cricket or whatever fucking rugby union or some shit up on the, on, on the screen stuff because they were, like, this is just the Aussie quarter. Just, you know, drunken fucking dudes yelling, going, yeah, yeah, can't fucking, yeah. And then, like, there was this siren. Like, some dude opened, like, just a random door that must have an alarm, and this piercing yep. started. And we were mm. like, oh, my God. And then you could just hear people going, like, people just like, shut the fuck up, cunt. <laughs> like, everybody's yelling and shit. Like, everyone and then you'd be like, can someone shut that the fuck up? <laughs> and you just hear, like, awesome Aussie accents. I'm like, no, no, I almost feel like I'm home. <laughs> just a 15-hour flight or some shit, but. Um, and then, yeah, so, and then when finally these cops, like, no shit, these police who look like models, like male models on bicycles, like, rode them, riding their mountain bikes, like, the fucking airport's so big, rode their bicycles through the thing. They finally get there and turn the, whatever the fuck they did, um, pressed a button, probably. And then you just hear all these Aussies just going, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Woo! Like, clapping and shit. Everyone's like, yeah, Australia, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't arrest you for being too patriotic. No, they couldn't have. There's too many Aussies, mate. They'd have to bring in the Marines. Oh my god, dude. Fucking California. (laughs) Fucking weird. Yeah, I know so I know like a bunch of cool dudes that live in California, but like it uh, my only exposure is LAX and obviously the Shield. So I mean, you know, going through (laughs) LAX and watching every season of The Shield back when it was first aired. (laughs) That's all I know about California. Okay, well, <clears throat> sounds like you've got a really good uh, <laughs> introduction to California. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. Um, yeah, I love talking to people from different countries because I can ask them like crazy questions that they're like, "No, uh, no, my country is not like that luck." <laughs> my my country is not like the Bachelorette, Tim. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> I just thought of a funny story I can kind of like give you, which is actually pretty hilarious. So I was sitting in a uh, class. I was sitting in the back of the class. I think it was US History 1 or something like that when I was doing my uh, associate's degree. So I'm sitting in the back of the class. I couldn't really care for it. It's US History. It's, we all know it's garbage. <laughs> oh. so, hey, don't, so, don't you hey, know we won World War II all by ourselves? Oh, it was, apparently. <laughs> but So what happened is so I'm sitting in the back of the class. It's like... She's like, yeah, so I was in England. And she was like, everyone at four o'clock stops what they're doing and they go have a cup of tea. And I'm, <laughs> I'm having a drink and I just spat out with laughter. And she was like, what's so funny? I was like, before I tell you, I'm like, do you really think that everyone in England at four o'clock stops what they're doing and has tea? And she's like, no, it definitely happened. I was like, you're in some tourist rig right there. I was like, my nan... <laughs> And she has tea twenty four seven. So if everyone stopped at four o'clock, nothing would get done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, oh, Tim, you gotta head out in a minute. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go grab my daughter. Uh, it's Christmas holidays now, so it's uh, all fun times. We're gonna on on Friday. We're going to uh, Australia Zoo, which is like Steve Owen's like. Like basically, you know, he was he did all those documentaries and movies and shit. He basically invested all of that money back in this insane fucking like wild creatures themed 
giant megapod. Yeah. Just bought all these exotic beasts and shit. And it's just like, yeah. Um, so it's called, they're called Australia Zoo. So we're going there. There's a statue of Steve Owen that you can get photos in front of and everything. It's crazy. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So looking this forward to that. It's pretty people. crazy too. <laughs> yeah. Just people throwing hunks of meat to giant, giant lizards. It's awesome. <laughs> all right. So, you know, thank you ever so much for coming on. It's been a blast. I'm pretty sure. No, it's been great. Us. Thanks very much. Um, and I'll have to get you guys on at some point to uh, do some kind of concept episode. I don't know, or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, man. Up some, yeah. some crazy premise and, uh, and, and rock one out. Michael's away, uh, sort of overseas. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's overseas in Airbrack. Overseas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in uh, the other jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, sort of being moved around like a, like a chess piece over, over, in, over in the main continent. Um, but yeah, so I'll be. Looking for co-hosts and stuff, so I'll hit you guys up. Yeah, yeah man. It'd be great. We'd have a great time. Awesome. All right. All right so that's do you it want from... to... well, Tim, do you want to lead us out and do the uh, do the honors? Yep. See you, cunts. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That's, 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 that's perfect. That's fucking perfect. <laughs>